Hello, Monday, June 7th. A lot to talk about. It's a beautiful day. If you enjoy the show, by the end of it, please be a friend, tell the friend. If not, just act like it never happened. Ty, let's get to it. Fresh off a massive sports weekend. Uh, how are you doing? Hope you are fantastic. Hope you had a great weekend. A lot of things happened, okay? A lot of things happened. We can talk about how, you know, Uncle COVID came into the sports world one last time and said, not now to you, John Rom. Let's remember that this all started at a Utah Jazz game. If you go back in time, whenever we were introduced to what the sports world could potentially look like with old coronavirus in town, the PA announcer for the Utah Jazz goes, oh, everybody needs to uh, get the fuck out of the building. And everybody, what? Do not panic, but uh, everybody get the fuck out of here as fast as you possibly can. We're all going to die. Do not oh panic. There was yelling. There was everything like that. It was like, hello, COVID in America. Then March Madness, you know, everything happened that had followed suit. I think we just saw. Now, there are going to be people that are going to be mad at me, but I think we just got to witness here a couple of days ago the... Uh, you know, the like curtain call. Swan yeah. song. The mm-hmm. swan song. The uh, whenever you come out after the concert's over. What's yeah. that? The encore. The encore. encore. I think we just saw the encore presentation of COVID taking John Rom's non-vaccinated ass straight out of a couple million dollars he was supposed to win. Six-shot lead this guy had. Ooh, yeah. Six-shot lead he had to win a couple million dollars over in Ohio playing a game he loves golf. In a world in which we all thought we beat COVID, the cicadas were there. Yep. They were loud. These cicadas, sons of bitches, by the way, we will talk about them at some point. I understand there's probably insect people that love insects and bugs. These cicadas, the cicadas, okay, these might be the worst thing ever created on Earth. Don't Gotta go. 17 years these sons of bitches were in the ground. They come out, they start yelling loud at everybody. I guess they duplicate, then duplicate, then duplicate. So the yelling, the crowd is like a snowball. It only gets louder and louder and louder and louder. And then I guess a lot of them die. I see them all over my fucking yard. Oh, I yeah. hear them all day doing whatever they're doing. I guess they're just going to go back down in the ground for 17 years and come back. That's right. I mean, pretty good rib, I guess. Good gimmick. But we need to <laughs> yeah. potentially think about flamethrowers all of them within the next 17 years saw them down right into the ground you know Mm -hmm. what i mean now probably not great for uh you know uh global warming and everything if we're all just taking uh you know flamethrowers to the ground Uh but they're only in certain areas we know where they are my house big nick's house huge everywhere i believe most of indiana now since they've been fucking like rabbits have kind of got taken over. There's a couple OG spots they will go to. There also this Memorial Golf Tournament. Oh. They were loud over there. Okay, so we need to go into the dirt over there, knock them out. But with that, with all that being said, the cicadas. There was crowds there. Oh yeah, big time. Big crowds there. There's been crowds there. There's been crowds all over the place. And we'll talk about you know last night. Obviously, there was a crowd there. There's been crowds in everything. WWE July 16th in Houston, Friday Night SmackDown. By the way, I think it sold out. We should. There's. John Rom, though, no, no, mm. hey, you remember that uh, that thing we were worried about there for a long time? Oh yeah. Don't really think about it anymore. You got it. You're fucking out of here. <laughs> oh man. What? Are you, I, ju- I literally just walked off the green. You got to tell me this right now. Yeah, right. Here. Yeah. Fuck. You're fucking out of here, pal. Good okay, round. Right, yeah, you lose. Yeah, you know the couple million dollars you probably already spent. That you you don't get it. Go home. Mm. See ya. See ya. I'm I'm gonna start crying. Yeah, do it. 
Fucking cry right now. You should. I'm on TV, though. Aren't we on TV right now? Yeah, cry right now. Do it. This is what COVID did to you. Remember that. Get the fuck out of here. John Rom has come out and said uh, he understands. And him and his, he's just happy him and his family are safe. Hey, hey John, you're not, actually. Yeah, hey, hey, that's what we're saying. Yeah. That, that, that's what they're saying is you're not. By the way, I don't think you're supposed to be around your family right now, John. Probably not. No you're supposed to go into a COVID cave. I mean, it is insane that there is a vaccine available for people and we're still potentially kicking somebody out of a tournament for getting it. But I guess you, it's the way the protocols are. We're in a time that it doesn't make any sense. But I'd assume, hey, John, we hope you survive this. Yeah. Good luck, John. Good round. Dude. Just, just, hey, great, great round. Great You were fucking hitting the yeah, hell out of the ball. Yeah. There was people in the office, Tone Diggs to be specific, that was asking, does COVID make you better at golf? Because remember, there were some people throughout this COVID thing, they would get COVID and then something great would happen to them afterwards. It's like, okay, so does COVID mean you get in shape? Like, Good yeah. luck. And in this particular case, I don't want people to fall into the trap, you know, of of just recency bias here. COVID does not mean you're going to win a golf tournament. No. Mm-mm. And I'm like, you know, I did look into it because I got $20 million on the line. Right. I just thought to myself, well, you saw how Rom's playing with COVID. I... I've heard of no other PGA guys that have played with COVID. I know they weren't leading a goddamn tournament if they were. Six does, strokes? Does COVID make you better at golf? I thought about it. I will not use that to get to 20 million from AJ Hawk okay. for our Champions Tour top 50 bet. But I am happy to hear that John Rahm understands the severity of this and uh, is going to lock it down for the next 14 to 17 days. Won't make eye contact with anybody because remember, that is how COVID yep. can. And he will also not be around his family. So mm. we hope you survive, though, John. Good luck, John. You get some uh, swings in this weekend, speaking of that 20 mil. I did. I mean, uh, at Boston Connor, thanks for asking. Ty Schmidt, thanks for, uh, you know, being a part of this massive COVID conversation. Mm -hmm. I know you've been here since the inception of the COVID conversation. Oh, yeah. You bet. As we all have. Um, I did get some swings in. You know, when you're watching golf, it's hard not to do golf. Get the itch. You know what I mean? And you're watching Colin Morikawa, by the way. He benefited, obviously, from the John Rahm falling. But, boy. Just in extra holes, huh? I know. You want the extra holes? Mm -hmm. Two. And he loses it uh, to old buddy there that, of course, we have heard of in the past. Good for him. Big, big congrats to Cantlay. You know, Mm -hmm. can't do it, Morikawa, but Cantlay (laughs) can get a win out there. Uh, We could talk about that all day because COVID came in and took probably its last sports victim when it comes to not death, but just events you know what mm-hmm. i mean and we were pulling for it and we are not celebrating it we did not i'm sorry we did not celebrate too early that covid was over no now we did celebrate before a guy got banned from a tournament for covid so did we all potentially celebrate too early mm. whatever it feels like now that we got that out of the way we did be we did so we can talk about that all day and that's why i wanted to lead off with this because like hey that's a big deal like we I think we just saw the last real sports elbow from yeah, uh-huh. COVID, you know, uh-huh. to John Rahm. It was like from Utah to Ohio. Yeah, man. In all the sporting events in between. I mean, feels like we saw the last dance of COVID there. And, uh, hey, fucking don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. <laughs> See you later. All right, come on, keep it moving there. Could talk about that. That's huge. Yeah. Could talk about last night. I mean, massive sporting event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last two things last night mm-hmm. that were ma- three things that were massive last night. If you count the NHL playoffs that are dead, but yeah. if you do well, talk about that, the Bruins still alive. Congratulations, Golden Knights, Golden Knights are maybe back. That's happening. The United States wins this tournament that just got started this year. Whatever, we yeah. beat the shit out of Mexico. Hell yeah! Hey, listen. 
I didn't know this thing was happening. I didn't know the United States was playing Mexico in the championship of the CONCACAF Nations final or whatever. It's like, okay, here we go. All right, so we're not invited to the Euros. We're not allowed in the Champions League over there. But we're, we're allowed to play in CONCACAF, That's which right. is um, the Confederate uh, uh, Federacy of uh, Canada. Uh, uh -huh. North America. To... Uh, What's that? Uh, the Confederacy of, Can uh, of yeah. North America. It's something. I know it's the association. Anyways, it's Canada. It's uh -huh. us. I believe it's the entire Central America. Yeah. And I think uh, also potential. Ah, nah, I, don't I don't know. know. I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. But I do know we play other countries that are in our hemisphere. Because there's well, some that, yeah, that are below, actually. Uh, left of Europe. Okay. There you go. North of Argentina? I think so. That's okay. who we were playing against. <laughs> yeah. And we fucking made it to the championship, dude. Yeah, we did. We did. But against Mexico, I did not know this was happening. I was awaiting the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight like the rest of the world. I had seen Ocho get down in there. By the way, mad respect. Yeah. Ocho. That's off. That boy, Ocho. Hey, man. He represented the NFL community out there. Oh, yeah. You know, there's been some basketball players that have gone out there and fought. Didn't do great. Okay. There are some other people. And in, in, in this particular night, I mean, Mitt picked Doing the photo. Doing him dirty Come there. on, man. I didn't know this was going to be the photo. Literally did not see this graphic before we went on air. This kind of fucked up, actually. Jeez. Uh, Come Mitt, on, Mitt. Mitt's like, oh, I was there for money bag. Yo, dude. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Ocho, this is bullshit, actually. I do not like that that was up there and chosen by Mitt. Ocho put on a hell of a performance. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what anybody expected out of him. He was quick on his feet. Always has been. Sweet oh, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, Sweet Pete's <laughs> going to get in there. And if you watch Floyd fight, by the way, Floyd is, is very – because, you know, a lot of those boxers, you hear them talk, and I'm just saying this because I'm in the uh, virtual reality Oculus world. You know, you only have to miss uh, – you only have to duck like a punch like by like an eighth of an inch or whatever because it saves you time or whatever. I like the Floyd is like, no, 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 no. This big, look how big those fucking arms are. He yeah. was, yeah. he was doing like a full jump up, like you would if you were to olay a bull at some points. Ocho was incredible though. Landed some punches. I don't know if if the 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 landing spot was it or whatever. You, I'd be dead tired half a round in mm -hmm. four rounds. Perform well. Flex got knocked on his ass. Yeah, kind of had a learning lesson. It looked in there. like he got punched in the neck too, the right in the jugular. Well, yeah, I think it was on the side though too. Yeah, I'm not he, sure. He popped up though. I was nervous that he yeah. might go down for a little, but he was yeah. he was up right away. Like, hey, no, 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 let's keep this going. Yeah, Ocho is a showman too, and he's also in football. I think he has potentially had those moments where you get knocked down, and it's like, oh yeah. shit. There's a lot of people <laughs> watching. He actually had one with Ray Lewis. It's yeah. kind of on the thing where you get up immediately. Uh, I was super impressed with Ocho, and just getting in there is insane. I Oculus box getting punched in a real uh, in a real face, much different. What were you gonna say? It was also like I don't know if it was as bad during his fight as it was later in the night, but during that open stadium, like they had to keep wiping down the ring, like the slick. footing was yeah. slick and stuff. Like I can't imagine how hard it would be to deal with that on top of everything else. Too. Hey Miami, you know. Party in the city where the heat is on Welcome to Miami It is probably rainy Yeah it's, it's like something You know, we all loved the thought of Miami going out I said it was going to be hot I said, I'm not going I would love to go I'd love to be able to go Sounds like a massive event I'm a sweater though Okay, I'm not yeah, going right. to Miami in the middle of June and I'm just not going to do, do it Had to play down there Sat next to the fan Face towards it So I was facing towards the crowd The entire time down there It's hot did not think about the rain, but it does rain on a regular oh, yeah. basis. And it doesn't, it's not necessarily forever, but it's definitely going to rain almost because of how hot and humid it is. I, I think they still put on a hell of a, a show. But while I was waiting for Floyd and Logan, yeah, 
Okay, I heard about the United States and the Mexico over there. Yeah. I go over there, turn on the game. I see the kickoff. I didn't mm-hmm. see Clint Dempsey, but I saw Clint Dempsey debuted on the uh, talking uh, thing. And the pre-show, also, yeah. The pre-show. <laughs> Wild so, pre-show. Wild pre-show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the soccer pre-shows are fucking doing it now. I was a part of a WWE kickoff pre-show with NXT numerous times. That was kind of my introduction. We've all seen the kickoff shows for football, and football is pretty... Pretty physical sport, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, I don't think anybody's ever seen a kickoff show like like the soccer one. Last night, uh, the host was told that another person on the panel, listen to this, listen to this passion, would choke her if she said that this was a home game for America, okay? And I was like, hey, listen, that's a lot of passion, pal. Don't know how that slips out of your mouth ever, especially on TV. <laughs> but I only saw the clip. I didn't see it live. But Clint Dempsey, uh, legendary soccer player, he just kind of disappeared for a couple of years. He was on Didn't see any of that, okay? Didn't get you. Saw it on the internet. A lot of people saw it on the internet. Yeah. A lot of people are going to continue to see that. Insane. She handled that, by the way, in an incredible fashion. I don't, I don't know. I saw a little bit of it. I didn't see the whole thing. But I watched the kickoff a minute and 11 seconds into that thing. We're passing the ball to Mexico and giving up a goal, okay? Jeez. We're down 1-0 in this thing. Everybody's dancing on our face. And two, I mean, the, the point the guy was trying to make, not Howie or whatever he was thinking, it was very pro-Mexico. Yeah, today. not a home game. Uh-huh. It was not a home game. <laughs> it was not a home game at all. So I actually, I put out a tweet. I was like, is, is this our good soccer team? Because... We've had two good two teams now at this point at the uh, men's level. We've had like the team that's good that played last night, and then we had the team that wouldn't qualify us for the Olympics or World Cup playing at the same time because a lot of our good guys are over in Europe and can't mm-hmm. make all the games. Yeah. So whenever I think that Reina scored and then Pulisic comes in, and then I don't know who he is, but Ethan Horvath getting that save on that last PK, oh, 120th minute. Put him in the bikes all the time. We're winning the World Cup. Yeah. We got yeah. it. So that was happening. That was a nice little treat. I thought we were just going to watch Logan and Floyd battle it out on a Sunday night. You know, I didn't, didn't expect a Sunday night. Normally, it's WWE nights. Here we got boxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk more about that. I was, I was uh, you know, it was a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Floyd actually said, you know, I retired from boxing. I didn't retire from entertainment, though. So mm-hmm. if I want to make quick $30 million on my shorts, uh, my mask, and my hat, I'm going to do, do it. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. I enjoyed it. I watched it, as did many people. But that's not the big story of the day. No, no, no. I talked for 17 minutes there about basically everything else to let you know that while I was speaking about all that, there was only one thing that just kept popping into my mind, and that's Julio Jones mm. wearing a Tennessee Titans jersey. Julio Jones was traded yesterday from the Atlanta Falcons to the Tennessee Titans alongside a sixth-round pick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. A sixth-round pick is coming back, and he's giving – their Tennessee Titans are giving up a second and a future fourth, as in the next year, and Julio Jones and a sixth-round pick is in the conversation. I said – that every team was going to hear what was inevitably going to be traded for for Julio Jones, and their fans are going to go, how the fuck did we not get Julio Jones? Especially if you're a team that has a lot of money left, especially if you're a team that's very aggressive, especially if you're a team that's trying to court a quarterback potentially. It seems like the market, from what we're hearing since this, wasn't that big of a market for Julio Jones? We'll talk to a guy right now who broke the news. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. Yeah! Rod 
Ian, what? Yeah. So now the fallout begins of this whole trade. You know what I mean? A second in a future fourth, as in the year following, and then what? A sixth round in Julio Jones or something like that. I, I, I don't forget how how the whole thing went in there. It was originally reported uh, not by you, but it was a second and a fifth and something like that. But. How did we get to a second and a future fourth being the worth? And how many people were in this? And how long did you know it was going to be the Titans? Uh, Okay, so I had a sense probably last week that it was going to be the Titans, even though they hadn't really spoken in a while. As far as I could tell, that was the only real second rounder that they had on the table, right? Like it was, I know everyone talked about like, are they going to get a one? Like they didn't get close to a one. They got a two, uh, which is a real firm two. Like, it's not a conditional anything. It's an actual second rounder. And I didn't get the sense that they got that from anywhere else. So I thought it was going to be the Titans. I knew it was going to be the Titans probably about 9.15 Sunday morning. Then you just want to, you know, you like to wait until these deals are actually done before it gets reported. But um, that's when I knew it was going to be the Titans. And. You know, it makes sense. So it was like, at that point, it was going to be a two and then a something else. It was going to be a two and a pick swap or maybe a five or maybe a six. And so they ended up swapping some late round picks just to get a little more value. Um, I thought it was a pretty nice deal by the Falcons. Like, they had a a guy who played half the season last year. Oh, 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 oh. is that Aaron Aaron News? It is. Hold on. It is. It is not Aaron. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was say, tell him we said what's up. Tell Miles no. Teller. Yeah, to take no, it that ease. would be. I'm waiting for him to text me. He hasn't texted me yet. Okay, I understand. Um, okay, so let's get back to the Julio news. We'll get to the Aaron news, and also I think a guy who just filed a 15 million dollar um, grievance to the NFL just got picked up by the Ravens. I guess so. That's definitely news that we'll get to in Jawan James. That um, was actually the text. The uh, what his contract is going to be, but I'll, I'll you ask me, I'll tell you. Hey, what's the contract? Interesting. What's the contract? You want to hear? Yeah, what's the contract? Okay. So it's it's a two year deal. Basically, he's not going to play this year, obviously. So he gets five hundred thousand dollars signing bonus this year. So some pocket change this year, uh, a roster bonus of five hundred thousand next year, and a base salary of two point five million. So it's essentially a two year three point five million dollar contract with a chance to make, you know, a little bit more with very hard to reach incentives. So it's actually a pretty smart deal for the Ravens. So two Man. years, three point five million. And Juwan James is gonna get fifteen million from the Broncos in a right. collusion mm-hmm. thing. So that's gonna be eighteen oh, and a half million. Oh, right. Congrats to Juwan yeah, James. Boy, Juwan. Down, Juwan. Those grievances, by the way, do not those are, those are not quick, and they do not end quickly or easily, especially with $15 million and how much that's going to have to go in there. But congrats to Jawan getting on another team and the Ravens. Now let's get back to Julio Jones. Uh, Ian, uh, this, why? Why why does this happen? Why, why is the thought of, we did the math, okay, Ian? I did the math. We went through it. Yourself? Yes, me, okay? You're going to love this. So in the 1980s, there was seven guys drafted in the second round that would go on to make the Hall of Fame, okay? So I don't know. I didn't do the math well enough, but let's just say there's 32 teams. I'm not sure if there is. You have to change it a little bit, but it's about a 2% chance you're going to land on a Hall of Famer in the 
NFL draft in the second round. Then the fourth round, fucking forget it, okay? Yeah. So why is there, and why does there seem to be, now there's teams that have hit on second rounders. For instance, Chris Ballard has hit on second rounders. I get it. But you're hoping a Julio Jones is available. Like, that's what you're hoping your person turns into. With how salary caps and contracts are manipulated nowadays, why wasn't the market as big, you think, for Julio Jones? And how did this happen? All right, great questions. That's all anyone wants to know is the value. And I think you're right. I think we all had a sense it was going to be the Titans. Like, that was the leader from early on, and I I don't think anybody pushed them. I think that was pretty obvious. It was really just the value. Like, were they going to get close to a one? And then when it turned out that it's a second rounder plus, everybody lost their minds. Here are the reasons. Here are the arguments as why a second rounder makes sense. He is 32. He played half the season last year. Uh, he's still Julio Jones. But how long is he going to be Julio Jones for and how available is he going to be? Those are, after a rough season like last season, those are rough questions. Coach, go for The it. other thing is um, $15 million guaranteed this year, $2 million guaranteed next year. Nobody has any money. And even worse, they don't have any cap. So, like, I would say there were probably, as far as I could tell, five teams that were actually kind of sort of in it. And most of the other teams were just not even – it couldn't happen because they didn't have the space or they weren't good enough. So it was such a small market just because it has to be a really good team that he would want to go to that had enough cap space and were willing to offer at least a two. Like, I thought the price was pretty good. I never thought a one was possible. Uh, Ian, listen, I, Ian, I know what you thought and what you do, okay? But the, the thought of 32 years old, okay, let's say he's – let's. On the conservative side, let's say he's got two years left. Okay, we get okay. two years of Julio Jones. Now let's go ahead and have a good time. You know, he's played in 135 of 160 games in his 10-year career. Okay, last year played nine games, still dominated in those games, but they were also in the middle of an entire turnover of a franchise. So I would wonder if they were potentially saying to him, "If you're not 100, why are we even? If you're not doing this, why are we even?" And now that's being used against him. Is it because the fantasy people? He's always on the injury report, like Tom Brady is, by the way, like somebody, like many other people, and he is always like never somebody that they can put in because they don't know how he's going to play. He has he has higher, more, more yards per game in the first 10 years than fucking Jerry Rice. And he's number two in this whole... How, where does that narrative come from? That he doesn't play and that he gets hurt and that he's old and he can't perform still? Like, where'd that come from? I don't... I don't Because 771 yards in nine games, if he played half, like everybody's saying, okay, there's another 14, 1500 yard season. Like, what are we even... How is this even a thing, you know? Right, and this is... If you're a member of the Tennessee Titans or you're in the Titans front office or you're a Titans fan, like, this is your argument. Like, okay, so last year he had hamstring things and, like, the end of the year... You know, I don't know if he could have played or not. I guess in the end, it didn't. It made sense for him not to play, but you know how available was he is definitely a question. When he played, he's awesome. So if you're the Titans, you're like, I'm going to get that guy who's been available, and he's going to be awesome because every time he's actually played, he's been awesome. But you don't know, and so like, let's let's talk about a second rounder. Like, you don't know if that guy is going to be a Hall of Famer. Well, AJ Brown was a second rounder, right? And he's awesome, also on the Titans and cheap and that's what you kind of hope you get and that basically is the the potential of getting another aj brown is basically what the titans gave <sighs> up and i think for a lot of teams they'd rather have the potential than maybe one or two years of someone old and expensive even though 
They are awesome. But Julio is the. Uh, I need you to run this back to the people that you talk to it, because sure. at this point, the only GMs I really talk to, no, nobody really. They don't talk to me. Chris Ballard. I mean, that me. Ballard doesn't answer your Chris. calls anymore. Not anymore. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he. I, t- I sent him a text this morning. I'm going to have to. I mean, I have to do it. Like, I'm going to have to do it. Got it. And he said, I can take it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Which I respect. Thank you, Chris. I do respect that out of Chris. But it's me as a GM thinking about what we're, like people in the division. Uh, old buddy down there drafted Mario Williams or Mario Williams. Uh, Charlie, you're, you're uh, he worked at Casserly. Charlie Casserly drafted Mario Williams, right, uh, to, to the Houston Texans over Reggie Bush. Do you remember this? Okay, so he he drafted. He gets fired for that move, by the way. He goes on NFL Network. He becomes like expert genius GM uh, on the NFL Network. This is how you guys sell him. I've gotten a chance to chat with him. I think he's a very intelligent guy, knows football well. He said, everybody wanted Reggie Bush. He has that accent. I can't do it. He said, but we're trying to be Peyton Manning. Like, uh, I'm trying to beat Peyton Manning in here. Like, I'm I'm trying to beat the Indianapolis Colts. If you want to beat, okay, the AFC and NFC champions right now, you got to just get depth. Like, you have to get deep. You have to keep up with the teams that are able to take an injury at wide receiver or running back or tight end and still just continue to go because injuries used to be the thing that kill every team. It's like, hey, if we get lucky and don't get hurt at the key positions, the Buccaneers loaded up at all the key positions. If they get an injury, they're cool. The Chiefs loaded up at every single position. It's like the Titans right now. Good fucking move. And they loaded up on the defense this offseason. It's like I feel like they get it more than everybody else. Am I wrong, Ian? Or is there just going to be two very different ideas on how you build teams nowadays? No, I, I mean, I, I would say you're not wrong at all. And if you're the Titans, there is a reason. You know, this trade is mutually beneficial, right? That's why these trades happen because both benefit. If you're the Falcons, like, I'm not going to say they're rebuilding, but it is clearly some sort of a franchise reset. Like, everyone thought they chose Kyle Pitts to play with Julio. Like, no, they chose him to replace Julio. They are same making themselves. Same quarterback. The same quarterback. Going to have to remake themselves again, what, two years? Two or one, right? I mean, I don't, you know, how, I, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Matt Ryan this year. He's 30, I don't know, seven. It's Anyway, we'll see. That, but that's... <laughs> For the Falcons now, like, that's a real question. When do they actually hit the rebuild? But if you're the Titans, like, you sort of don't care, right? Because you are ready to win now. You have a quarterback in his prime kind of getting to that to that point. Um, you got a running back who's awesome, but a lot of carries. Like, this is now the time to win. So that's why for the Titans it makes sense. If they get – if the Tennessee Titans get two years out of Julio Jones and he is awesome – this will be a fantastic trade for them. I don't care what else happens. Okay. I agree. I don't like that I have to face them as a fan. And I don't like that I went into their town and told them they stink, basically, yeah. in front of all of them. And now... Yeah, well, I remember that. Yeah, they do, too. <laughs> they do, too. I got a lot of tweets uh, from people yesterday. How do you feel now, Mr. Draft Speech Guy? You know, I'm like, well... Oh, don't check your mentions. No, Ian, I'm actually not, like, hated by everybody. I, I mean, there are some positive. you got to get through that. There's, Hey, listen, 
Here we go. This is a good little moment between you and me, Ian. I'd assume that you get a lot of hate from people. You got to get through that. Hey, there's going to be hate. You got to get to the people that want to interact with you, learn a little bit about you, become your, you know what I mean? It's all about building a community over there, Ian. It's not just, hey, I got sources and no friends. It's like, hey, there's people out there that are pulling for the rap yeah. sheet. Yeah. There's people that are like, hey, we want rap sheet and friends back. It's, it's nice to say hello to them every once in a while. You got to see them to say hello. In all seriousness, you know my problem with that? I can't respond because people have alerts on now for me as they do for other people in my job. And uh, if I do an at message to someone else, uh, all I get are people like, dude, this is not why I have alerts on. So I basically can't respond to almost anyone because everyone loses their mind because it's not like, you know, why why are you adding someone and not trading Aaron Rodgers to Green Bay? I'm a big... I'm or a to big, uh, Denver, I mean. I'm a big like, hey, fuck you type guy. <laughs> Like if somebody said that to me, but that is 100% real. That would be very disrespectful to all of Twitter and all of your followers that do have notifications if you were just like, hey, what's going on, guys? Like that would, <laughs> that would, be, that would be very disrespectful, okay? So I have a lot of respect for that. I wish you had uh, maybe like, uh, maybe it's a rap sheet and friends. Oh, there you go. Hey, we need like a, uh, a leisure rap sheet out there. Go ahead, Ty. Ian, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, a lot of people are making a big deal about the $93,000 he'll forfeit uh, if he doesn't show up on Tuesday. Have you heard anything? Like, are people, are the Packers actually expecting him to show up? Or, I mean, because there's no way, right? I mean, first of all, I want to say, like, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to show up or not. Whoa. Um, I, don't, I don't know for sure. Oh, a little self-awareness. Uh, I would be... I would be surprised. Uh, just my opinion, not reporting my opinion. I haven't talked to anyone who thinks right. he's going to show up. Um, it would make not a lot of sense to show up, honestly. Like, if he's this upset with the organization and they're still trying to work through it contractually and get to some sort of happy medium, showing up just kind of, I don't know, it creates another story that doesn't need to be there. Like, yes, he'll pay the $90,000 in fines. If they do a contract extension, it'll probably be like this contract plus an extra $93,000 just for your pocket. So I, mean, I don't know if he's going to show up, but it would, it, would, it would be a twist I did not see coming. I'll say that. Okay, let's, let's talk about the Peter King statement that, and I don't know if he was, I think he was potentially just like throwing it out there. I'm not 100% sure. Football morning in America. He said that there's a way – and I don't know once again if this is in for this is like you with pundit or insider. I'm not, I don't I don't remember how. I, I wondered the same thing. Honestly, go ahead. Whenever he said like, there's a way that they can talk and be like, hey, we'll trade you after this yeah. year. Let's just go ahead and have one more year here. Let's have a spite year. Let's go ahead and do what Bill and Tom did, basically, allegedly. And if you want to hate me, the hate us the entire time, cool. If we want to hate you, cool. If we want to kind of just have this year where we understand this is the last year, and then we'll trade you afterwards. That sounds like a very reasonable thing, but is are we way past that? Because that would have to take, like, yeah, that would have to take, like, you know, there's a lot of trust in that. There's a lot of conversation in that. There's a lot of, you know what I mean? That That's a huge step, I think, to, to say that that could potentially happen. I think we all wish it would, though, maybe. I mean, it's, I don't know where that came from. I mean, I thought about it this morning, and I was like, you know, I guess it sort of kind of could make sense. Here's the problem, though. What if he gets injured? I mean, I hate to say this. I don't want to speak something But that's franchise year stuff. That's like franchise tag conversation, too, right? Right. Well, yeah. If he gets injured, it's it, they're kind of fucked both sides. Yeah, yeah that's what you're saying. Everyone, yeah, yeah, and like, how do you you know you agree to trade him and then he? I'm not gonna. 
I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk this into the universe, but like uh, that would kind of ruin any uh, deal. Hey, don't check you your just... mentions, dude. That's why you can't check your mentions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm don't saying? Don't check the mentions. What but anyway, you... so it was, it was an interesting compromise. I just don't know that it's realistic. Yeah, rap sheet. Uh, Albert Breer wrote in uh, Monday Morning Quarterback that there was a first round pick swap offer to Tennessee. Do you know which team did that and when that team backed out? Uh, I don't know which team. Uh, I do know. I, I had kind of heard the same thing in a little bit of a different language, so I don't doubt it. I just don't know the team. I had thought, just my own personal thought, that the Rams. Uh, would offer their 2024 one as a way of giving them a first rounder. It doesn't sound like that actually happened. I know it was discussed, like at least the two sides got together and said like, what if we did this? But I don't get the sense the Rams brought it up and I don't get the sense they actually offered it. Um, so that was kind of, so when I, when I found out that that didn't happen, then I was like, okay, then if they can't get a 2024 one, then there's no way they're getting a one at all. And you know, when I heard they got a two, I'm like, they should, they should take it. God, were the Colts ever in? Huh? Did Chris even snoop around? Uh, I did not hear their name mm. at all. I would just text him to see. Sorry, Vinny. Um, Sorry, Vinny. This but, is like a one of. Yeah, one of one of one, one of ten. One, <laughs> one of yeah. This is one of. Sorry, he sign it for you? No, I mean, I pretty much. I mean, I don't think there's. He made it. Yeah, yeah they create. Yeah, they, it's one of these things, dude. And I take care of it so much. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No big deal, dude. You got any of these? No, you got sources though. All right. Go All ahead. I got, you know what I got? I'll just I get footballs that Wilson sends oh, no. me that I put in my backdrop right there. So I probably have like in my house ten like authentic regular NFL footballs. Very strange. Whoa. What are they doing? Just trying to keep you on the good side, the Wilson football people? Are these like we No, need... you just gotta you just gotta make sure it looks nice in the old I don't know if you can see it back there in the old backdrops. Is that a punt passing kick award there, that wooden one? I got one that looks like that. Uh no, that's another one where they just send me and they're like, here's a nice football statue thing and I'm like, that would look awesome, so I'll just throw it back there. Oh, so they're like, hey Ian, here's something that could potentially look like an award to put behind you. Yeah, I think I have an award. No. no. Yeah, no, hold on. no. Can't this see like, it. This is legit. I'm not joking. No. So for, first place, the uh, College Football Writers Association of America, first place game story when I covered Alabama, and I think this was from 2006. Let's go! Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow I was really happy about that. What'd you say? These guys are good. Is that what you said? <laughs> no, it was when they were – it was Shula. It was the first year. Or it was the last year of Shula. So they were uh, a kicker by the name of Lee Tiffin missed four kicks oh, and Lee. cost them the game. And I wrote it up in a masterpiece. I mean, the rest of his teammates could have lifted him up, but I mean, Jeez. four misses <laughs> is tough to Lee. overcome. Okay, Ian, thank you so much, man. I assume you're going to be busy today. Are we going to have any more news come out today, or you, you think this is about it? It might have a little bit more. Um, Who? What? Where? I don't, I don't know when the Roger stuff is going to come out. My guess is it comes out tomorrow when he just doesn't show up or not, but we'll see. I'll keep hammering the phones. I'll see if I can give you something. Hey, hit the phones, dude, like the Wolf of Wall Street. We That's appreciate right. it. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. We have some big news for 
Ew. Yeah. Your favorite men's healthcare brand, Roman, is now available at Walmart. Roman's Ooh. non-prescription products have got you covered with everything from sexual health. What? Aaron, you're about to get back in the game, by the way. Yeah, Let's yeah. go. Should send him some. We should. Or just send them to Walmart because it's available there. Roman and Walmart. Mm -hmm. Anything from sexual health to everyday health. Your well-being is important and taking care of it should be simple. Now you can add to cart in real life. Roman now available at Walmart. We're in your area. Let's go take care of it. And also, special Roman condoms are new and exclusive to Walmart. You won't find them anywhere else. Designed ultra thin, lubricated for pleasure, and FDA cleared because safe is sexy. yeah. Roman swipes are an easy, discreet way to delay ejaculation and increase sexual stamina. They're fast acting and your partner will enjoy them too because there's no passed along desensitization if you use it as intended. Longer, better sex with Roman swipes. Roman condoms keep you safe. And also, they got testosterone supplements. They got hair supplements. Roman has everything to make you the best you possible. Visit your local Walmart store today and check out Roman's line of men healthcare products. All clinically tested and make you best you possible. <laughs> Gotta hit the phones, by the way, in that business. Also, if you're uh, going through a breakup, you should hit the phones. Hit the huh. phones. Okay. You don't even know this, but you are a part of a campaign, and it's for your friends that are in uh, the right. group circle there. And if you decide, you know, to just disappear for a while, You've already lost the campaign. You will That's lose right. that battle. You will come back into the world, and there will be an entire narrative that you did not know was even possible. And then you go, huh, I thought we were going to be friends. Turns out. Turns out I lost this game. Nice knowing you guys. That happened once, but it's probably, it was probably the real, uh, it was probably the right outcome anyways with that whole thing with all yeah. those people as well. A lot of people turned their back on me, though, quickly. I thought we were friends. I thought we were friends. I didn't do anything. I bet what I... Can we get over me a little bit? Uh, that's why it's good, though, so you can find out. See that? You got a bunch of frauds. Huh? Yeah. A huh? bunch of fugazis. Uh-huh. Speaking of fugazis, Colts were never involved. Nope. Sound like the Patriots were never involved. Well, yeah, not really. So Just at the beginning, but. It sounded like there was a lot of fake reports yeah. out there. Yeah, there's no way the Packers were involved. Ever. Nope. They've got planes flying out to Malibu right now. Yeah, they're they, fucked. They don't know if they can uh-huh. fly to Atlanta. <laughs> they're, they're fucked. What do you mean? Well, I just as this rolls on and keep, continues to go further and further, like I, I really can see him just not showing up and not playing this year. Like all these different stories, like he's very dug in. What would be an easy way to like show him that you are committed, you want to win with him? You go get Julio. Everyone said, hey, they can't do it with the cap. We've seen cap means nothing. It doesn't nothing. mean shit. There are guys who do this who are very good at their jobs who can make stuff work. So like it can be done. You can make it work. But you let that go. I mean, all the receivers are kind of going back now, too. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, maybe this is in solidarity with Rodgers. I don't think that's the case. They're, you know, the Mark Murphy came out and said, hey, the fan base is split over this. Like, still kind of trying to win the favor of the fans. And oh, put you, every- think that was, uh, you think that was uh, campaigning there, like a breakup? A little he, bit. He was kind of hitting the phones. Yeah. Little, uh, he was kind of hitting the phones. He was kind of hitting the phones because he made it seem like— <laughs> They already did that, by the way, with the report yeah. of— Planes and- exactly. So we already knew all this stuff, and, and now it's just kind of like, hey, he's not here. We just kind of re- want to remind people, like, hey, we've done everything we can. We're going to give him everything he wants, but he he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to come back. So, like, as we get closer to, like, these deadlines that don't mean shit and don't exist anyway, I really can see him just not playing this year. That he's would, not s- just sitting out. That'd be insane, wouldn't it? Yeah. What if you get quoted, by the way? Ty Schmidt, owner of the Packers and member of the Pat McAfee Show, says that he can see now – at this point, Aaron's sitting out and saying, I ain't doing it. Whoa. People keep saying big money, big money, big money, no whammies. 
what is it, six million or six point eight million out of his pocket mm-hmm. that he would have to write a check for? Yeah, a lot of money. Right, lot of money. Okay. That is a lot of money. It's not future earnings, though, which they continue to lump in. And Julio Jones' contract, by the way, $38 million is what people are saying. No, it's actually $17.3 million or something like that, which mm-hmm. you can move to a signing bonus and kick down the road three days. Anyways, there's set, people that were tweeting me yesterday that teams couldn't afford his contract. I let them know that they didn't know football, and they told me that I didn't know football. You know football. But really, they were acting as if, I was the stooge there because that might sound like a stooge statement just a year or two ago. Like, no, cap means nothing. It means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Mike Greenberg, okay, down in Tampa, who might be three foot eight. Yeah. yeah. Unless Shregs uh, is nine foot yeah, tall. Shregs he might, might be a body. Shregs might be. Uh-huh. Shregs could be seven feet tall. We've been talking about this salary cap guru for months now. We got a chance to get eyes on him for the first time. Shregs was either standing on top of a bench or maybe even a fence yeah. next yeah. to this guy. But he is able to just boom, 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 move it around. Okay, Veach over in Kansas City, boom, 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 move it around. Travis Kelsey did something for him. We actually told Travis Kelsey he was about to make some moves in his contract to open up some more space over there so they can bring in Kyle Long and everybody else that they're able to do. The salary cap means nothing. Now, it might in a couple years if Kamish and all the other GMs that don't have a salary cap guru alongside of them say, we can't do this anymore. We're supposed to be a league that doesn't do what baseball does. We're supposed to, if they figure out how to crack down on it, maybe, but it feels like for the time being, none of those numbers mean a goddamn thing. There was a contract signed by Taysom Hill that was four years, $160 million, all years voidable. That's not a contract. No. And that's what we're saying. There's no salary cap. Everything's bullshit. Everything's bullshit. Three to five years from now, too. Who knows where the salary cap will be? Like it might, it could be up at two fifty, two thirty. So even then, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, because we got new platforms, new networks, new uh, mediums getting into the NFL game. Let's hope that continues to grow. Amazon's in the game. Mm-hmm. Why not Apple? Yeah. Why not Netflix? By the way, right. why not Google? Why mm-hmm. not anybody? Why? There's a lot of money. That's let alone all the sports gambling that's about to happen. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance that there's going to be a, an ever-evolving amount of money to be spent in that cap. I mean, it all is going to be generated through, you know, new earning opportunities for the NFL, in which they have been the most successful league in the history of leagues for some time, and they're about to hit. They're not even close to what they're about to hit with gambling, sports gambling becoming mm-hmm. legalized, and tech. Yeah, blowing up. Right, and there's an arms race right now, which is why, you know, like we're in a pretty cool spot. We're nowhere near the NFL. Mm, Like we are nowhere near the NFL, but we're in a pretty cool cool spot for the exact same reasons. Tech platforms are being built. They all want their own exclusive content. They're going to do that with the NFL, I assume, as well as all everything else that is getting bought up. And then also the sports gambling. And that money is only growing and growing. It's only in like seven states or something like that. It'll be in 30, 40 within the next 10 years, five years. That money is what? You just simple math there. What's that? Five, 10 X what that already is. I mean, there is so much money that's about to get flooded into rosters. You, I don't want to say you kick a can down the road, but that's what it seems like all the teams that are winning currently are doing. We'll worry about that later. And now, if the person comes in and they're a complete bust, then you're kicking the can down the road for something that is never or never was. Julio Jones is not going to be a bust. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, host of the Man to Man podcast, 
uh, everything DB, nine-year NFL vet, played corner, nickel, and safety, basically understands the defense inside and out, just like A.J. Hawk does. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Yeah, yeah. D-Butt! D-Butt. Fellas, fellas, what's up? D-Butt, we'll talk about the fight last night. Okay, congrats to both men making a lot of money and putting on a show. Also, Ocho, I think, represented for all of us. Shout out to Ocho. But before we get to that, D-Butt, let's talk about this Julio situation. Him, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, what does that mean? And how and why do you think the market was dry for Julio Jones, D-Butt? Ah, shit. First and foremost, that's tough, man. That's tough coming into that game as a D.C. Um, Obviously... You know, football for forever has been stop the run first. And uh, I still think it's going to be that when you play the Titans, got to stop the run. But what do you do with that extra safety? Do you bring him down in the box to help against the run? Or do you keep him back to help against AJ or Julio? I mean, it, it's tough, but we'll see. Uh, I, I still, I'll, I'll make Tannehill have to beat me. I'll make Tannehill have to beat me before Derrick Henry, even with those receiving weapons. And um, I heard uh, Rap Sheet talking about it earlier. Um, the reason why they, they were able to get him because his injury history, obviously his age. And then that second round pick, that's a high pick to a lot of these GMs. You know, you look at even the Titans. I think Derrick Henry was a second rounder. Um, A.J. Brown was a second rounder. So people just don't want to give those up with a guy who they think may be on the tail end of his career. 2%. If he's the missing piece that you think may get you to a Super Bowl and make you a contender, I think you take a shot at him. But um, you've been saying it all along that he was going to go for a pick like this. I still thought he would go for it first. But, um, shit, what the hell do we know? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> D-Butt, hey, what, uh, other than Julio's like size and his speed, what separates him, you think, from, from the rest of the league, really? Man, I mean, yo, those are two big things. The size of the <laughs> but there's then, a lot of big dudes, you know, that, that uh, can't play like him. How he gets in and out of breaks. You know, usually um, little guys can get in and out of breaks, um, but he, he can get in and out of breaks, uh, intermediate, uh, short routes, long routes, and he's a threat to take it, you know, 50, 60 yards anytime he gets that ball in his hands. Now, obviously, the big thing is him staying healthy. And uh, we all know once you kind of hit that 30, 30-year-old mark as a skilled position player in the league, a lot of these decision makers, you know, look at you like a, like an old man. So um, Julio, if it's one guy I would bet on, though, it will be Julio Jones. I just saw the chart you put up. I didn't need to see it. We all saw him play the game. Uh, he's a special, special talent. And, um, you know, shout out to Titans, you know, taking that shot, going out and get him. Uh, obviously, still a lot of question marks, a lot of holes in that defensive side of the ball. And whenever you got, you know, not a strong defense, um, you know, your special teams usually aren't going to be that good because your defensive depth usually is a big indicator there. So, um, uh, I mean, big, big, big upgrade for the offensive side. But let's, you know, let's not give you size out. So it's still the Tennessee Titans and they still stink. <laughs> that was a great tweet, by the way. You got absolutely. Hey, just so oh, they got fired up about that one. Hey, just so we're clear, by the way, Titans. Just still, so we're clear. Just so we're clear. Titans still stink now. There is some alarming stats about Ryan Tannehill, too, where you say, like, hey, I want Ryan Tannehill to beat me. Obviously, having Derrick Henry in the backfield, and he has the second-best play-action uh, rating behind Aaron Rodgers, I believe. Aaron has the highest-rated passer rating uh, after um, uh, play-action, and Ryan Tannehill is at two, and it's like, well, obviously, when Derrick Henry's there, People have yeah. to come fill. People have to come fill. So then you got people behind there. But Tannehill, with Derrick Henry, without Derrick Henry, let's just, you know, it is what it is. His stats next to Patrick Mahomes in the last, like, 26 starts, or his 26 starts with the Titans versus last 26 starts with the Chiefs, 
This dude does not stink. Damn. I think the <laughs> I think the Miami Dolphins Tannehill kind of oozes potentially into conversation sometimes conveniently and for good reason. That guy was a wide receiver playing quarterback at Miami under Adam Gase. But since they just said, Mariota, you've been the face of our team. Take a seat, pal. And Tannehill has gotten in. He's been dominant. Now, Derrick Henry helps out. A lot. And Patrick Mahomes is going to go down as a Mount Rushmore quarterback in the history of the game. But yeah. Tannehill, he has to be so excited for this. I mean, the A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, what, and then you have to fill the box. What do you do? Is it just single coverage? Is that why everybody is probably like, what do you, what do you, what do you do here? I mean, it's tough. It, it, it really is because A.J. AJ Brown is not a guy you want to leave with a bunch of one-on-one coverage either. And um, he's a younger guy. I think, what is he going into his third year maybe? And um, he's a home run hitter as well. Julio, I still expect him to be uh, maybe not, you know, 15, 1,600 years, 100 yards a year, Julio, but he'll still be okay. dominant. So it's tough. I mean, first, shit, first down, you want to win first down. That's your best bet. Win first down, put him in second and long. But, I mean, it it, it, it is tough because Derrick Henry – He's a 2,000 yard a year back, damn near. So it's like, what the hell do you do? I mean, is it going to be a bunch of 38 to 35 type games? Um, you know, if it is, you know, hats off to, uh, to the Titans. Give them, give them more weapons, give them more firepower. Derrick Henry against the Colts last year when, ah. De- when DeForest Buckner and Autry were out. Oof. Going into that week, I believe I said, hey, I normally bet on the Colts all the time. <laughs> This feels like this is going to be tough, okay? Autry's now with the Titans. DeForest yep. Buckner's still there. The Titans and Colts are about to go. In the Colts' defense, I, I, I put them up against any offense in the NFL and feel good to get a stop whenever they need it. But, boy, life just got difficult, I think, for the next two, three years in an AFC South that nobody knows what's going to happen. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, D-Butt, does this move for the Titans kind of, you know, make you think that they are a definite lock for, you know, the divisional round of the playoff possible conference championship? Or are there still too many holes in the defense for you to make that type of statement? Knowing that that you think they stink, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, they absolutely stink. But, I mean, it's too many holes in the defense. Like I said, special teams, that's a phase of the game, too. How, how well are they going to be there? I do love uh, Coach Vrabel. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's you got a big question mark still with the Colts, with the quarterback position. You know, I am I think, you know, Carson Wentz would be a lot better being back with Frank Wright. You got a lot of weapons around him, great backfield. Um, like Pat talked about, great defense. What, what is that first-round pick? Is he going to be dynamic out of the gate? I still think that's what we're missing on that defense with the Colts is a, is a, is a top-notch pass rusher. But um, the AFC is loaded, man. You got the Browns, the Ravens, you know, can never count out the Steelers. Obviously, the Chiefs. Shit, I think the Patriots will be back on top this, yeah. this year. Um, you got a lot of teams that, that AFC is really loaded. So I definitely wouldn't put, you know, Tennessee in that division around. Go ahead, Ty. D, but I think it was Keyshawn Johnson who said this morning that he didn't really like the move for the Titans because their strength is running the football and, and all that kind of stuff. And to what you alluded to with their defense, you know, kind of stinking, so they need to yeah. control the football and everything. Do you think this will actually have them, like, change their philosophy and identity a little bit? Or not really? Are they still just going to use Julio as, like, a home run hitter and uh, primarily use him off the play action? 
Yeah, if, I mean, shit, if anything, it makes the run game better. That's because just like we talked about, you what? know, what are you going to do? With that I don't safety? get it. Why are these people so fucking stupid? <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't get it. Like, the, this is all the Internet yesterday, by the way. Just talking. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. What it. people? What people are you talking about, Pat? Who? Well, I'm not Keyshawn. I like Keyshawn a lot, but he just fed into what a lot of people were saying on the Internet yesterday. It's like, I, I just... I. Doesn't yeah, that, help that, the run game, that, and the run game helps Julio. By the way, it's a part of the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I mean that was shit. I, Keyshawn Johnson, I'm sure would have loved a, a back like Derrick Henry back there. You know, yeah. it's, it's probably take away a couple of touches. He may not get a hundred and you know five catches a year. He may get eighty five, but I mean those are going to be home runs because you got one on, more one on one coverage. So I'm sure Julio, you know, he's coming from Atlanta where he's seen double coverage probably his entire career outside of maybe his first two years when Roddy White was still there playing at a high level. But, you know, now with these with this offense, Taylor Luan coming back, strengthening that O line, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a handful on the offense. Right hand man Taylor Luan. Go ahead, Dix. Uh D but PFF this morning, they're a very confident organization who's very confident in everything they say and predicting the future. Whoa, 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 whoa. We need PFF to survive. We love PFF. We, uh, yeah. I mean they say some things <laughs> that are very fascinating, but we do hey, Yeah, they, they, they say some they wild know. shit, but you know, shout out to my guys over here. Yeah. <laughs> Shout yeah, out, I forgot that you did the draft. Shout out, shout out, They now said that Calvin Ridley is their favorite to lead the league in yards. So, does it is it going to happen this way, or does Calvin Ridley face every single double now and is going to hurt it? I mean, you got Kyle Pitts there too. So Kyle Pitts, I mean, you know that, that's that's a mismatch. That's a nightmare right there for defense as well. But I like Ridley. I like Ridley a lot, man. I really think he's a he's a one. Um, leading the league in yards, I mean, they, 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 they will have to throw the ball around a lot, I would assume. So, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad bet depending on the odds. But um, that, yeah, not a bad bet at all because Kyle Pitts, he's going to demand some attention too. So well, we don't know that. Just put – no, Kyle Pitts, is, he's going to demand it. We don't know that. 1,000%. <laughs> okay, listen. I hope Kyle Pitts dominates. I hope so because I'm excited to watch him play. But, I mean, they are allegedly – thinking Kyle Pitts is going to replace Julio Jones. That's what that's Shrake said this morning and Shrake seems to be pretty dialed in. J-Rock, okay, the GM for the Titans. He was on pontoon, okay, getting after it yesterday while negotiating this deal, I guess, with Atlanta and Julio and everything like that. He said that Arthur Smith, um, new head coach from Titans, as soon as he signed for the job, he knew there wasn't going to be Julio, basically. This has been mm -hmm. something that they both kind of understood for the long, long time. So I think they were drafting Kyle Pitts. Maybe Kyle Pitts will be a replacement for Julio, but, I mean, this is a lot of pressure on old Kyle Pitts yeah. right now, I, I think, coming out of this thing. But he's either got it or he doesn't, right? He got it. Hey, he, he, they're, they're, they're crowning him. You know, they're crowning him. A lot of people putting him already as a top five tight end. I mean, he definitely has all the athletic ability. Um, he'll no. get the target. Yeah. He's going to be a mismatch nightmare. If he's matched up with tight ends, I mean, linebackers and safeties, I mean, he has favorable matchups. But, you know, you still got to prove it on this level. You still got to, you know, be, have it mentally. You still got to be able to handle the game physically. Um, so it's definitely an adjustment. So I'm not going to crown him just yet. But uh, he'll def I, I would assume he's going to take some attention. A little bit of tension off Calvin, really. No, I don't think so. PFF said he's going to be best tight end in the league. Yeah, for two, three hundred a game. Darius, we appreciate you, man. Appreciate you guys, man. Ladies and gentlemen, at Darius J. Butler, host of the Man to Man pod and everything DB, we appreciate you. Man. Yeah, you Hey, go Heat. Go Heat, dude. Yep. Go to hell home. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, you still there? Yep. Yeah, what's good? You told us with certainty. You remember? Oh, when you yeah. walked in? 
Hey, they're going to fill that stadium up. Don't be easy. Hey, they're going to fill that stadium up. They just had Canelo down there. They filled that whole place up. Was it the rain? Was it that bad last night? A lot of times. How many people were there? A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people were there. I'm saying massive amounts of people. In a stadium, though, it can get exposed, obviously, if it, there yeah. is. Did it rain? Was it a tropical storm down there last night? Why I mean, down here this time of year, you're always going to get passing showers. You're going to get rain. I know those showers. people pissed yeah. off paying all that money to be, you know, on court ringside and, <laughs> and getting rained on, suited and booted. They had to keep wiping, wiping the, the ring and shit. I mean, that was bad. But, I, I mean, I was, I was entertained. A lot of people, I don't know if people expected, you know, fucking Canelo Mayweather. You know, I expect to be entertained. I got a Migos performance. I got a, a money bag, yo. Uh, I saw a Pokemon card. I mean, it was, it was cool, man. Hey, there was a lot going on out there. Also oh, yeah. saw, uh, you know, some undercard fights that were good. Ocho. Ocho I, held it down. He did. I think he represented the NFL pretty well out there. He, he took a shot, but he got right back up. Yep. He, he was winning a couple rounds before that, I thought. Took a shot, got right back up. Even tried to dap him up. I, I think he was a little dazed there for a second. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he held it down. No no more basketball players getting in the ring. Fo- you know, football players, I, I, I trust this. I think Pac is going to get into one. Uh, Pac-Man's going to yes. find his way into winning one of these fights for us, I think. But uh Pac is a fighter though. I, I hope he I, you know you can't you can't fight a boxer. So if he's fighting somebody, I hope he's just fighting another amateur. No, no, listen. Ocho took the fight against that actual boxer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said, Ocho, you want to fight Pac-Man? He's like, ah, nah, I don't think so. Nah. Uh, I don't think I'm doing that. You know <laughs> Anyone else? I don't think I'm doing that. I by the way, you you enjoyed that entire evening. You thought, okay, the Migos, uh, great performance. Couldn't hear a lot of them, didn't know the song. Probably should have known the song. That's on I me. I didn't know it either, but, you know, they all kind of sound a little similar. Whoa. Okay, kind of, sh- kind of a shot at Migos. You just took there. No, okay. I'll ride with no, Migos. No, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You just said song shot. stunk. That's what you said. I assumed they were going to do fight night, though, right? Cause yeah. Yes. It is. You know what I mean? Like, and that's one of the best. It actually has... Oh, you true, true. They probably, they probably, you know, going on a tour or something. Probably trying to pub that song. I understand, but Smart for movie. the sake of the show, though, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like for the sake of the show, like I think that would have been good. Money bag, yo, hey, that's Mitt's favorite rapper yeah. right now. Yeah. They cut the uh, legit, they, legit song. They, they should have had you on there announcing the song. The announcer, uh, the fight was decent. Well, the announce, and I rock with Desus and Mero. They're funny dudes on that show. I've been rocking with them since Vice, but. They were horrible ringside announcers, like horrible. Was the other dude from WWE? Mauro Ranala used to be at WWE, a couple different stints. I got a chance to meet him over there. Incredibly talented dude. I mean, incredibly talented guy. He has been calling, you know, combat sports for, I think, since he was like 17 or 18 years old at this point. Yeah, long, long time. Very enthusiastic. Got a chance to learn a lot about him. Good guy. But I don't like, and I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say Say it. Say it, Pat. I didn't want to say it, you know, because I, like you, have been watching, you know, DeSouza and Mero since, uh, since uh, Vice and the internet yep. and everything. Big fan, you know, like love their gifts as well. I mean, I use them in response for things. I mean, it is. I am a fan. I don't like, though, Pete Davidson did this with Triller. He just buried Jake Paul the entire time. Like, we mm-hmm. get it. We get it. Okay, Jake Paul. We get, like, everything. But it's kind of like you're the, he's the reason you're there, though. Like, so at least you could have a little bit of a positive spin on this thing. Morrow has been in the combat sports for, you know, like three decades at this point. So I feel like he had to represent for combat sports. Like, if he would have said that Logan Paul, you know, had a chance or, or like, completely. You know, like, if there would have been any positive spin, I think he thinks that the boxing world would have attacked him and, you know, because he does yeah. have credibility. And then Dezus Amir, I feel like they thought, okay, white guy, all right, this YouTuber, we got to bury him as well. I just think, like, 
all the motherfuckers don't know you're there because of him and Floyd. Like, like uh, that's my big thing. Yeah, it's like, hey, yeah, Pat. But what I think, though, I, I think what Daisy and Mario are doing, I think they believe they're speaking for the majority of Americans watching the fight. Like, hey, okay. we're gonna make like. People are like, oh, good. Look at him giving it to, to Logan because a lot of people are upset that Logan's in that situation. And I understand there's a balance. Know, but, you know? But why, man? Yeah, you can't, you can't I'm not saying right the game, wrong, man. Promote. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel you, but it, I just, I, I mean, I didn't like. I wasn't a fan of. And shout out to Logan too. You know, he lasted eight. Floyd was landing some shots. I didn't expect him to get knocked out. I knew he was bigger than Floyd, even with the faceoffs. But when they got in the ring, that shit looked crazy. He looked huge. Yeah. So I didn't expect him to get dropped. Uh, he was obviously gassed. And he was smart, you know, leaning on him, hugging him up. But uh, he lasted eight, man. He he, earned, he he definitely earned some respect from me. I just think that there's a way to do a, a both. You know what I mean? Yeah. AJ, that's yeah. what I like. I think there's a way to speak for the majority of people, but also for the reality of the situation, too. Like, hey, I thought gonna- it was weird. Yeah. Especially when they would cut to Jake and they would like make TikTok jokes. Like, just every time. Yeah. It, it did seem to. Yeah. It, it, got, was, it, weird. it was The whole night was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like. I watch it. I'll watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> Chad looks awesome. Hey, I have a ton of respect. I've always uh, I always had respect for Chad. But first off, his cardio is off the charts, and he said he trained for two months. He looked good, man. Yeah, forty. So forty three. Yep. I sent Impressive. him. A, I sent him a DM. You know, he and I have followed each other for a bit now. We've only had like two interactions. Mm-hmm. But be- Ocho is OG now. Twitter, everything. Yeah. Like while I was doing Twitter in a very you know, small way. Ocho was the guy, right? Him yeah, and, he was on early. Him and Biz, right? He so got me fine. He got you fine. He got me fine. My second year, second year in the league, we were opening up with him, uh, and um, he was tweeting me something, you know, talking shit going into the game. It was me. And I was going to my, I was in my second year. Devin McCourty was in his rookie year, and we were matching up against him and To. And uh, he was talking shit. Oh, you know, you guys are gonna double me, blah, blah. I'm like, man, nobody doubled you, you know, in two, three years. And then uh, Belichick showed me the whole printout, you know, Saturday after a walkthrough. So I got fined for conduct detrimental, <laughs> talking about the game plan. A typical Bill uh, OG fast. We actually whooped their ass, but, you know, um, Ocho, he, he, he definitely put like 150 on me. Did you double? No, we did not double. <laughs> he put 150 on me. We were up like three scores in the second half. So Carson probably threw it 35 times in the second half. So it, it it was it was ugly. No, best, best feet ever, ever. And he he showcased it again last night. He played soccer. I don't think he he's got an incredibly powerful leg. I don't think he played soccer growing up. Just a great athlete. But he's entrepreneurial. It, it is with what he was doing with Twitter. Him and yeah. Biz, Paul Bizanet, Biz Nasty. It was always Ocho and Biz were kind of the two guys that were in the Twitter game. That was like, oh, these dudes are crushing it, you know. And it's yeah, it's cool to see him continue to go, you know, like for sure. I was really like pumped for him last night. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, Ocho's in a fucking boxing match right now on Showtime. Like that's all. Logan Paul said it a couple times, and I think he understood. And that's why I didn't like that they were just burying him because he was like admitting, like, "Yo, this is a glitch in the simulation. I should not be here." Like I am. Yeah. Like I think he was. Now, granted, the the crowd was cheering for Floyd for like the first time ever. Whenever he was starting to like pepper Logan or whatever. Yeah. It was, so you know, clear heel, babyface situation there, but. I don't know. I just yeah. that was a he, he, earned, he earned more of my respect, after, especially after you know hearing him interview. And, he, and I, I'm literally watching. I'm like, yo, this dude is really fighting Floyd Mayweather right now. Yeah, like, yeah. It was you know, and then seeing Ocho in the ring, and it was I mean, it was it was low key inspirational. 
Legit. You know, anything anything is possible. Hey, that's right, Kevin Garnett. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Yeah, Joined by the HDB Hammer Down Boys begins now. Also joining us from Ohio, uh, about 25 minutes away from a COVID case this weekend. Uh, John Rahm's COVID, let's hope it did not float over to the Hawk household. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, AJ Hawk. You all right? Is everything okay? Is everything all right over there with COVID? Running wild, brother. Yeah, everything is good. I was watching John Rahm on TV about five minutes away or where my house is from where he got picked oh. up on the 18th. Oh, no. I so feel bad for the dude, man. Hope he's okay. We hope he's okay, too. He actually put out a statement saying it is what it is or whatever, you know, and then he said he's just happy him and his family are safe. He, <laughs> that's not the case. Johnny. John, that's what they're saying. John. John, you need to stay away from your family right now. Not safe. Don't count your birdies before they hatch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about that? Two million bucks, I think. Two point one million or one point something million dollars. He would have won. And all the FedEx Cup points, like yeah. all of yeah. what that does to help you qualify for like upcoming tournaments. It's unbelievable. Now, what is he? So he'll count. Where is they going to rank him for that tournament? DQ. All right, like I a WD. So. Oh yeah. no, John Rom Powell. Last sports thing. Uncle COVID had a hell of a run in the sports world. I mean, it took out everything that we didn't even know was possible. March Madness was canceled at one point. March Madness, see you later. An entire season canceled by leagues and moves and bubbles and this and that. And COVID had one last, you know what I mean? They came out and they played the hit one more time. Mm -hmm. Here's your leader. He's up six. He's going to win. COVID said... I'm coming, coming home, home, coming home, home to throw a big old bone in your game like yesterday. They fucked him up, man. They, yeah, big hey, time. Hey, it's, it's, it's crazy time to be John Rom, and I'm happy to say that since that did happen, and that was the official swan song, the official encore of COVID. Wait, you think that's the official? You think this is the last time COVID affects a sporting event? You if you're gonna let me hold on, Adrian. If you're gonna let me, we, we're about to announce something there. You please do it, then. Please do. Like I was saying, hell of a run, man. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. All time. What COVID did to sports is something that sports could have never get. I mean, sports were on the ropes. Yeah. Sports were damn near knocked out. Sports were hanging on to the arms like that one boxer last night who definitely didn't understand English and was disqualified for doing that whole thing in the in the undercard of the sports was there. And then one last shot from COVID and John Rom had to eat it just right, right in the button. You know what I mean? And since that happened now and we have deemed it as, you know, like, hey, that's the final one. Like sports world. We beat COVID. We yeah. So, sorry, John Rom had to be the representative. It's from Utah to John Rom, pal. That's the COVID sports run, and that's all she wrote. What were you trying to say in the middle of that announcement? It sounded like you were trying to contradict the announcement, <laughs> which is wild to me. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry for, for jumping in there. You had such a, an amazing point, so I'm glad I didn't get to finish what I was saying. But I was Thank saying you. You, you truly think this is the last time 
COVID comes into a, uh, like to play in a big way when it comes to sports? I do, yeah. Strictly because of the backlash and everything that happened. You know, everybody being like, I, I mean, immediate burial of John Rom for not getting the vaccine was the that. He did earlier this week, though, right? Oh, so he's in the middle. I didn't know he was in the middle. Oh, I, I don't want to dox. Hey, I ain't a vax dox. You haven't read it? Hey, I guess I don't know for sure what happened, but I, I've heard that uh, he got it this week when he was at the memorial. He got his first shot, but because he had been close contacts with somebody that had it. And so then he, like, rushed, I heard, and got the vaccine. Okay, so he uh, – huh. I may be wrong, but if there's something, it's not – He had, he's. I think he has at least one shot. So he, you only get one shot. <laughs> Don't miss your chance to blow, yeah. dude. Yeah. Okay, he had six-shot lead. It's funny you say that one-shot talk because he did have a, sh- a six-shot lead. But the people that were normally the people that were saying when a positive came that it was reckless and all that shit, you know, like, hey, you're risking people's lives. Those people weren't saying that. They were saying, should have got the vaccine, you idiot. So, like, that was the fight as opposed to the, you know what I mean? So that's why I think it's about were we yeah. we did that's why i think it's because as opposed to saying that john rom was a terrible guy because he was endangering the lives of everybody around him instead it which was the normal reaction result from that particular hey this is much bigger than what everybody else is treating at this side that was their normal like hey hey now it was like should have got the vax yeah. should have got the vax when i had to do a test so i i just it feels like we're there and it feels like covid I mean, it did win against sports, but this wasn't a trilogy. This was a five-fighter. Oh, yeah. And we came back late, I think, and here we are on the other side of it. Go ahead, Pop. I agree with you that I was like, oh, yeah, jazz to Rome. That's it. But then I just thought about the Olympics and all the fucking that goes on in that village. Yeah, but they're all going to be. Oh, they're faxed up. So they're not even going to test them. Oh, cool. We're good then. That's what I I think a lot of the people on the internet were saying. Like, hey, there's a vaccine available. Why are you still testing for people? Like, hey, if they, that's the whole thing. And I assume it's because protocols and we're in a time right now where, you know, the NFL just put out a, uh, hey, you have, if you got one shot, you're allowed to coach outside. Not allowed to coach inside. If you got no shots, by the way, go ahead and just. Stay at the house. You can't coach anybody. You got about two weeks to do this. This is right during the mandatory stuff. So the NFL hops on board with basically every single other operation is saying, if you get the vax, you're good. If not, you're not. Uh, This is obviously going to be taken a couple different ways. They said the numbers in the single digits for the amount of assistant coaches who haven't got vaccinated, who potentially uh, will not be able to coach while everybody else coaches. It's it just feels like now we're in the part where we're going on the other side and the vax is being, um, you know, so it's the vaccine is being pushed up so much to the to the argument of the people. Okay, that. Probably did, had a lot more research than me for sure, but everybody else on earth, it seemed like, that said that how deadly it was, right? They're the same people that are propping up the vaccine. So it behooves them to say the vaccine does take care of everything that they were promoting before. But if they come out and say the vaccine isn't good enough, then it's like, well, wait a minute. Then the, 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 is it, they're propping up this vaccine as like, hey, this is, this is the end all be all. That's why I think we're on the other side of it. You know, it's a different fight now. Uh, from my viewing from outside, it seems like it's a much different fight, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's definitely still a fight, though. We're, we'll oh, definitely yeah. see people have strong opinions on both sides. But the John Rom thing is interesting, too, because he tested positive while he was there at the memorial, I guess. And then 
they were waiting to hear the reason they got him at 18 is because they were trying to back up that test to make sure it was true when do you think they truly knew that he tested positive a second time so in the morning he didn't have a failed test or something like that he got a test in the morning that said he was good to go and then that other one came back at the time that you saw him i guess so i think they were trying to get to him as fast as possible now i don't they had to do the retest and nowadays the, the re, the retest is what, 15, 15 minutes? 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah 15, yeah. like 15 minutes, I think, depending upon the line. There's no line there. Nobody else no. is getting tested other yeah. than John. So I assume that's like a 10-minute thing, a, te- a quick little turnaround. And then, oh, my God, get the fuck out of here. Get him in his own car. Get him away from his family. Never come back. Did that happen or not? Because if if it didn't happen, then, then, we, then what are we doing? What are we doing here? You know what I mean? What do you mean? If they didn't take him out of there right away? Yeah, and like isolate him. They put him on the back of uh, on the back of the golf cart with his caddy. Did you see they were driving him like off the property? But yeah, where does he? Go? Luckily, he's a golfer and he can fly home private. Like, what do you do if you can't fly home private? You, you what about the pilot car somehow and drive yourself? Yeah. Do we not care about the pilots? You yeah. have to have at least two pilots in there. Well, they could close their door and have their mask on as Ron Rom comes off. The air, though. Yeah, yeah air circulates. The air. I mean, you're so what do you, you think John Rom is when you open John Rom sleeping in Columbus somewhere today? Then? Should be. He should be in your yeah. house. Lock yeah. him down in a villa. So, you know, when you open that plane thing, you're basically just... You're breathing everybody else's air. Uh-huh. You might as well just go... And just, you know, shotgun it basically mm-hmm. around. That's what you're doing, so... Those pilots are breathing the same air. They don't feel the same G's, it feels like. No, they definitely up, don't. Up there in the front. No yeah. way. But they are breathing the same air as, as everybody else. There's, I mean, he's got to be still be there, right? There's no way that they, I mean, no, from. He definitely flew home. I don't know. Oh, from, yeah, from, from, from the way he saw it. Hey, Diggs got COVID. Diggs, what you do when you got COVID? I fucking isolated. Right into the cave. One mm-hmm. the, now he became the best gambler of all time. Does COVID make you a good gambler? Does COVID make you a good golfer? There are, you know, examples that we could argue that mm-hmm. for days. Absolutely. Especially without John Rom's play. He's the only. Known COVID player I've ever seen play golf. Unbelievable. Yeah. The best I've Locked ever seen in. this guy play. Unbelievable golfer. Diggs became the greatest gambler he's ever been. But Diggs was smart. Yeah. Diggs said, listen, I don't want to take down whole office. No. I don't even want to take down the family. No. He locked himself in a bedroom as soon as he found out. The COVID cowboy hung his cap up right there on the door, left the light on, said, I'll be back after this fight. If John Rom." Failed the COVID test, and they had to disqualify him immediately. It's because, what, they were scared of the potential health repercussions to everybody, right? right? Yeah, of course. Put him in a tent. Get his ass in one of those meth-making suits that old buddy was wearing. Hazmat suit, Uh yeah. Get him in there. What do we do? That might be the last case that we ever ever. see. Hopefully. (laughs) I didn't take my private plane anyway. See? He knew the pilots could breathe the same stuff. I promise you, John Rahm is not in Ohio right now. There's no way. Wait, so he's just taking COVID. So Everywhere this guy's just trotting you're around. Super spreader. Huh? He's going to hang out for 14 days here. You really think that? But yeah, what yeah. state's like, yeah, come on. Is he living, does he live in what Texas or Florida? About? At least until he gets the next vaccine shot. Yeah. And then he no, can get out of there. Yeah, maybe. No, no but like then it's 14 days. days. No, it's 14, I think. I think it's 14. So he's in Ohio for a month. Another month. Oh, my God. Bro, they had to disqualify him from a tournament. I know, but this is he, no he laughing still matter. can go home. He still, I promise you, He's confident. Home. He was probably staying at AJ's. AJ knows he's not there anymore. Oh, when he moved out of your oh. house. Do you got COVID on those walls? COVID, he stayed there. Huh? What, what would I have done? Say I rented my house to him 
He tests positive for COVID. What do I do? How do I come back into the house? You don't, you don't dude. Burn it down. Build a new one. You ever seen Bug? Uh, when they when Bio they dump? yeah, when they, you put a tent over your house and they fumigate it and then you, you go back in. Yeah. Anyways, okay. what we're saying though is, obviously, we might be overreacting Maybe. just a little bit. Maybe, but they also told him he could not play in a tournament that he had a six shot lead in cost millions of dollars. So that's setting the standard of how we're acting towards this and how we're yeah. treating it. Okay, it's costing this guy. Potentially, with the FedEx Cup standings, four to five million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Potentially two there, and then who knows whatever else. If he's in a certain group, potentially. So we have to treat it as such. I mean, they put him on the back of that golf cart and took him right off the premises. Get him the fuck out of here. He's got to still be in Ohio at he least another twenty-one days. And he's going to be missing more tournaments too. It's not like he can play next weekend. Well, twenty-one days because he's got to okay. he's got to get the next vaccine, Second vaccine, yep. which is probably two weeks from now. Yep. And then he has to have the, at least another ten. I'm sorry, that's so we get 24 days. Yeah, possibly. Might eight. have to get Merrill Hodge on to ask him. All right, yeah. all right, Gumpy. All right. Hey, at least maybe Rom can he can watch our show in this COVID tent for the next 29 days that you say he's going to stay. We did pick up a lot of viewers due to their experience in their COVID caves, and I would like to thank all of them for taking it as serious as John Rom yep. should. Yeah. If we see him swinging a club within the next 10 days. Kick him off the tour, Doug. Put right. him in jail. <laughs> hey, you can technically, Ty, you would know, can't you technically test positive still after you have the vaccine? Yes. Yeah, but if you have the vaccine, you don't get tested. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe not. No, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm pretty certain that's, that's, <laughs> that's how like everybody's operating. I think that's, that's what I'm saying, though, yeah. about the, the whole thing. Because if you get the vax, you're not subject to test. I've seen on the internet, there's actually two doors in some places. You know? Yeah. Hey, vaccinated go this way, non-vaccinated go this way. Okay? I've seen that. So that's how it is now. You you're non-vaccinated, you get you have to get tested. If you're vaccinated, you don't have to get tested. But we're not forcing you to do this. But you would be looking out for society if you did it. I mean, there's just a never ending. There's just a, and by the way, there's people on both sides of political affiliations. And once again, I'm not somebody that follows that close enough to give real opinions. I'm just telling you about people that I know that are on both sides. You know what I mean? Both sides hate the vaccine, hate it. Uh There's people on both sides that are like, nah, I'm not doing it. You can't force me to do it. I'm not the experiment, okay, on this new thing you guys just popped up in a month and a half. Then there's people on both sides that are like, you are a threat to fucking earth if you don't get it. So to your point, it feels like it's never going to end because usually it's just, ah, ah, ah. This one, it feels like it's the cicadas. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. You know, there's just no. And here we are. We beat COVID. Yeah. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Woo. AJ, let's get to it now. <laughs> we spent 17 minutes in the first hour pity, pitter pattering, doing the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Then we got right to it. Julio Jones, Tennessee Titan, a second and a future fourth, another sixth in Julio. I mean, what the hell is going on here? How does this happen? We talked to Ian Rappaport, and he tells me uh, his age, his injury, which I debutted, not debunked. Uh, Yeah. And debut will debunk as well Mm -hmm. immediately upon him saying it. It's like 135 out of 160 regular season games. Is that good? 
I don't know. You tell me. Mm. Is that fucking good? I don't know. I, I'm not sure. You, hey, how about most yards per game? Number one in the NFL's history in 10 years. Uh, number two in overall receiving yards or something like that to Jerry Rice in his first 10 years. There's another graphic that he is in the top right axis part which by the way <laughs> if you ever see a graphic it's like uh i'm sorry in this particular one you know those little y and x axis things mm -hmm. you ever see that one yeah you ever what see this it? okay so you see where the right shoulder is? shoulder roll like floyd by the way what what dude what anyways this one means something and this one means something and if it's a positive graph there's a lot of negative graphs but if there's a positive one he who sits way the fuck up here mm -hmm. is normally the best one look who the fuck's way over there <laughs> aside from julio jones okay which is in the top right corner shout out to uh nfl reddit by the way posted by giants we don't know if this stat is accurate obviously <laughs> but we assume it is because it got promoted by the nfl's reddit page or whatever so there's targets and then there's amount of yards basically per target he's the best in the history of the game by so, far this is just classic aside from julio he ends up going for a second, a future fourth, and then a sixth in Julio Jones the other way. It just, this is wild, dude. This is fucking wild to me that this happened. In Tennessee Titans, that offense becomes, I mean, if Tannehill continues to do, AJ, that team becomes a fucking problem immediately in the AFC South, which, I mean, Colts are a great team. Their defense yeah. ain't going to be scared of anything, okay? I understand that. But goddamn, if he's on the Colts, I mean, we're going to fucking – I oh, mean, yeah. we're doing it. I think Tennessee Titans feel the exact same way, AJ. Well, it sounded like the Colts were never in the game, Pat. Like, I don't yeah. know how much they explored. I know, but, I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what Ian said. Ian said why do you, okay, but every star player that becomes a free agent, you feel like the Colts have to sign? Not everyone. Okay. Oh, yeah, my bad. You didn't want him to sign Carson at first, that's for sure. Well, if Aaron Rodgers is available, okay, I would like the Colts to sign Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right. If Julio Jones is available, guess what? I would like the Colts to sign Julio Jones, especially if we have the money, the team, everything to do so. That's just me being like, hey, I live in a city, got a lot of love for a lot of people that work in that building, athletic trainers, equipment managers, front office people. Like, hey, let's, it, the, the community's awesome. Like, we got a team, let's go get it. Not everybody. I'm not out here politicking for everybody, but Julio fucking So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions and millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. Uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. AJ, how you doing, pal? Hour three. Let's go. How are you doing, AJ? Let's close this one out, AJ. Please. Hey, I'm doing great. What? Uh, it seemed like to be uh, an energetic 
return from the break where you were kind of chuckling. What happened? Uh, we were talking actually about you. Funny you say that. Yeah. Uh, we were we talking were. about how you got a weed whacker sent to your house or whatever, you know? I've been looking for a weed whacker from Manscaped for like two, three months at this point. <laughs> long time, at least. So long that Zito actually forgot that he's already offered up to search for one in the <laughs> office. And I was like, no, we've already did that. He was like, oh, okay, sorry about that. I'm going to look again, though. But as, and then we were talking about how as you get older, actually, there's more. And you can't just pull them out anywhere. It hurts so bad yeah. just to pull them out. Yeah. And that weed whacker I had when it broke. It was perfect. Oh, yeah. And I broke it, by the way. It was traveling. Oh, really? Put it in something. No, good. So I think you know, my massive sniffer, it's on my knee. So we actually talked about you getting one. I was like, God damn, AJ got one before me. I'll send it to you. Hey, I don't I don't use it. I don't have I don't have like a hairy inner nose. I've never used it, so I can send it to you. What? So you lied during the read then last Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you so you're I, I don't know, I don't know what to believe now. You're a phone. You're full of shit. You're a fraud. <laughs> you're bad. You're bad. Nose, I've never I don't know if I've uh I don't know if I've ever had to use the nose trimmer. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a hairy guy, especially my nose. Well, you keep the germs out then. Uh, yeah, because that's what the nose hair does. The nose hair is a little, uh, it's like in Gladiator. You know in Gladiator <laughs> when they're all out there and they put the shields down and yeah. the spikes up oh, and yeah. they're in the middle there? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what your nose hair is in your nose. Mm -hmm. But sometimes some can get a little bit too, you know, ahead of their skis in there. You know what I mean? And some try to start battling outside the nose. <laughs> and that's when you need that weed whacker, which is beautiful and amazing and uh i'm actually gonna buy one let's go to roland in texas roland what's going on pal what's up what's up pat and the boys how y'all doing not too shabby how are you down there in texas pal hey i think john rom's flying there so have to take it easy lock him down good luck. keep an eye out good luck down there what do you want to talk about roland <laughs> oh you know i wanted to uh wanted to talk about uh there was nobody listening here to john watson <laughs> Sorry, Roland. Go ahead, pal. I, that's uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the best quarterback in the NFL, Deshaun Watson, and uh, what's going on down there. You know, Tyrod Taylor's backing up. Is he going to take us to uh, the Super Bowl, maybe? <laughs> All right, Roland. Hey, you think maybe – are you a diehard Houston Texans fan? Oh, yes, sir, I am. But, you know, we fucking suck. You know, fuck Easterby. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Listen, he tweeted this weekend. He said something uh, like little things lead to big things or something like that. Oh. It's the little things. He tweeted something this weekend. I saw it pop up and I was like, thank you, Jack. Hey, real quick. This is the first Roland I've ever met. Huh? Uh, Jay's dog's name's Roland. Mm -hmm. That's a badass name, pal. I just want to let you know that. Were you an Oilers fan? Uh, no, man. I was, uh, I was born uh, in 1999, so I didn't get to enjoy those days. When did the Texans come back to Houston? Uh, 2002. Okay, so it is like your entire generation because somehow that stadium was always filled with diehard fans. And I think people said, well, it was the Oilers fans, and then now it's the young kids have been around long enough. I, I just I always thought Houston had one of the best places to play, one of the best fan bases we ever played against, but it never really got the prominence that I thought it should. Also, what, third largest, no, fourth largest city in America? I, so. mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, right. Third? No, fourth. I think Chicago is. New York, third. LA, Chicago. Yeah, but Houston's oh, trying to get Chicago. Yeah, oh yeah, they're they're closing in. Yeah. Chicago's number two, I think. No, no, you guys are far third, but I think also no. close fourth. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, Houston's no, no, trying no, to get no. you they're guys. Nipping. Uh -huh. Yeah. Now, from one side of Houston to the other is a four-hour drive. <laughs> oh. Okay, it is a a lot of landmass out there, but their fans are awesome. Shout out to you, Roland. The AFC South. I mean. Couldn't he have went to the Patriots? Like, if he goes to the Patriots, I think as a Colts fan, I'm like, 
Yeah, of course he went to the Patriots. Makes but sense. he goes to the Titans. It's like we potentially have to stare this down because we were one of. Now there's future contracts that have to be paid. All right, there's players, young players that were drafted by Ballard that have been incredible, absolutely incredible. And Chris Ballard has great drafting experience, so I can understand how the draft picks are very, very valuable. Now, with that being said, last year's first, he traded for DeForest Buckner. He's, he loves DeForest Buckner, paid DeForest Buckner. Now, if you have a chance at Julio and you have the salary cap at the moment, I guess that doesn't account for the future cap, that whole thing. But now we got to stare him down two times a year at least and hopefully hopefully he's a big fat fucking bust yep. all right i hope i hope everything that everybody's saying uh telling me i'm an idiot on the internet and all these other people are just completely right and i'm completely wrong because i think that makes that team hey that ball club's a tough ball club all of a sudden aj that's t- if he goes to the patriots it's like yeah it's the afc east it's the patriots that's what they do but now it's like oh no is there a potential tide turn in the afc south colts are still an incredible team absolutely incredible team special teams defense and if carson wentz is not broken offense as well but god damn they've made it to the playoffs a couple years in a row as well i just don't know how i'm going to deal with this whole thing and texans fans have to deal with it jaguars fans have to deal with it but i think the colts fans potentially have the most you know vested interest in this entire thing aj well, especially if Julio just lights him up for the next couple of years, uh, then, yeah, I'm sure you will be sounding the horn and reminding everybody I that won't. you possibly could have had him. No, 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 I won't. AJ, you know it's not like me. Oh, that's not like you at all. You're right. But do you know what? So the Titans pick up all of Julio's salary. They don't make the Falcons responsible for any of it. Do you think that may have been something that other teams – were not able they didn't want to take on his whole salary and that's why it fell through maybe per albert breer this morning allegedly the patriots were in conversation but then as soon as it got to the who's paying what they kind of drifted out of the conversation quickly so i i understand the negotiations are all you know negotiable Mm -hmm. that's right just like situations are (laughs) situational and i i can see how you don't want to be the person that loses a trade or whatever but like Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, now it's like we are in a time where if you get a guy that puts you right there in the conversation, why not do it? They, the Green Bay Packers, it sounds like, were never even a thought. Now, the Colts, I guess we weren't either, but that's a situation. And A.J., the man who was in the Kentucky Derby photo yep. with his ratchet-ass hand above his wife's shoulder alongside Aaron Rodgers. The first picture that surfaced of Aaron Rodgers since all this conversation happened about the accumulation tweet from Adam Schefter day of draft. AJ, if Julio Jones is brought to the Green Bay Packers, do you think that changes how this whole thing with Aaron goes? Uh, I would say there's no chance that it would make it worse if you brought Julio in. Wow. See, now Julio, though, if Julio was a part of the conversation, you know, and they're like, you want to go to the Green Bay Packers? No, I don't know if the Green Bay Packers even snooped around. Probably mm-hmm. not. Sounds like they didn't, and that isn't something they would do ever. I guess they have traded for people in the past or whatever, but if if that happens, you think Julio asks, well, who's is, I saw videos of Jordan Love. Now, I know he's probably gotten better. Okay, I understand he's probably gotten better, but is Aaron there or is Aaron not there? And they're like, well, we're not sure at this point. Maybe Julio said... Green Bay's not, not on the list. You know, we have no idea what it is. We have no clue. We got to hope for another Julio Jones appearance. Probably on Bussin' with the Boys, by the way, down there mm-hmm. with Taylor and Will Compton. I can't wait to hear that, see what they say. But there's a lot of teams. It's like, why? We, Jalen Ramsey tweeted, we could have got into this, mm-hmm. couldn't we? I mean, we've given away a lot. We've made a lot of plays, but we could have got Julio. 
Jalen said, we're not, I mean, we're probably not stoppable if, if we would have got Julio. I, I just, I wonder if some people were scared of the potential market and didn't snoop around, or they did snoop around and it was legitimate, like that's too much for us and why. I don't know. I just think we and next players maybe view him much differently than a lot of other people apparently. Yeah, I didn't know people had, like, I'm with you. Like, I've seen everything you tweet out. Like, you're so surprised that this is all it took to get Julio. And some people act like that was, that's a huge oh, yeah. thing you have to give up. I I view it the same way you do. And the I guess the biggest concern or the reason people wouldn't go after him is if you sign him, you give away these picks, and what Julio plays, like, four games this year, six games next year. Like, they just, they're worried that he's going to be hurt. Is that what it is? I guess, but the actual teams and actual places – We'll be like, hey, how's the hamstring? You know, hamstring something you can recover from. I guess that's what he had last year. Yeah. He is older, right? So maybe it's like once his hamstring starts going, it's going to continue to go. Maybe that's their thought. But I, what is a bust here? Especially if they, and maybe we don't know. This will kind of come out as we go. Maybe there's a contract renegotiation that is also a stipulation on side of this, right? Because that's why Stephon Gilmore was allegedly on the trade block from New England for so long, even at, while he was winning Defensive Player of the Year, is because that next contract the Patriots aren't going to pay him, so they want to try to get something in return, and then the the thought would be a recontract negotiation would happen in his new home. I wonder if that's what happened with this, and everybody's like, we, we won't be able to pay him for the next five years which is maybe we'll see that over the next couple of days with Tennessee I just I do not in the, Randy Moss when I was in the league when it happened I was confused about that seemed to work out nobody ever talks yeah, about yeah. that everybody seems to talk about a the two percent chance that a second rounder becomes a hall of famer or a fourth rounder is next to zero percent by the way out there but it's like I don't know man get you a guy this is this is the aside from guy. AJ, we have to live by a set of code, uh, a set of rules, I mean, a code. Like, if it's the aside from guy or girl, can't treat them the same as everybody else. Nope. Just can't do it. That, I think that is something we got to do. If it is the aside from this person, blah, 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 can't do it. Like, And listen, those people aren't going to be perfect. They're going to fuck up too. But Julio, by all accounts, is, the, is including that graph. Get that graph back up. The, the actual... Can we get the uh, the axis? Look at this fucking thing. I mean, this is like the most aside from graph I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Look at it. Literally everything I've been. It's even the fucking hand motion that I made. <laughs> aside from Julio Jones up here. It is just. It, I don't. Why? Why am I seeing it so differently than all these GMs? Why? Is it because they don't want to lose? What is it? I, I'm still. Here we are. Two hours and 13 minutes into the show the following day where the United States soccer team has won uh, a fucking international tournament. The men's (laughs) soccer team, that never happens. The women are the only people that win in the soccer world for us. Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather had a battle. Ocho Cinco impressed. John Rahm got COVID and, and that whole thing happened. But all, I just don't understand. I, don't, I didn't understand about Tom last year. Allegedly, nobody was in the market. This one, I just don't fucking get it. It makes me question everything. It makes me question everything I think and everything I know, AJ. I mean, I guess they value these draft picks more than we do. Sitting here, while they, they're the ones that are making the decisions. I guess we don't value the picks as much as they do. But you know why, AJ? Tell why? them. Why? I said this last week. Tell them, AJ. What, you'd much rather have some, a proven player that's made plays than a potential Man, why why would we do that, AJ? Why? Yeah. 
because you want to win games and make money? Well, and also because we've seen it, right? Like you, you probably not because you're middle linebacker, fifth overall pick. You're probably so focused on leading that defense. Right? Right. Oh, yeah. Click clack. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Click clack, dude. Fucking click clack. Click clack. Click, I got to see, you know, like everybody that came in for special teams and everybody that has come through a locker room. I've tried to meet literally every motherfucking guy that has come through our locker room because, hey, they might be on special teams. If they're going to be on special teams, I would like them to like me because I would like us to work good together. Like, I feel like I have met a lot of motherfuckers that were unbelievably talented, but for whatever reason, could not play in the NFL. I don't know why. I have no clue why. I wish it didn't happen. You don't hear about a lot of them because maybe they have like a, a good career, not great, not terrible, so they're not labeled a bust, so you don't talk about them. It's just kind of just move along. How you doing? You just kind of get it going there. That happens so much in the NFL. And, it does, and I think that's why you, me, other players, I, I saw uh, uh, Tory. no. Um, Tory Smith? No, uh, maybe no. Somebody tweeted it last night. Somebody tweeted, "I'll take a proven player every single time." Over, and it's because I think it's because we've been in and just seen like this guy's supposed to be the face of this franchise for like the next. This guy stinks. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this guy is supposed to be great for whatever reason. Great guy. Hey, great guy. Love this. He fucking stinks at football. Like it just <laughs> it, it, in the NFL. Like there's just that happens on such a a high percentage. And I think that's why a lot of players are like, give us the fucking real guy. We know he's going to be here. Now, I guess he's going to be hurt 135 of 160 games. So, I mean, he is going to miss maybe a game and a half, two games or something like that, even though nine and five are the two years where he missed a large majority of his fucking games. It's just like, come on, what are we even doing? But last year, the games he sat out, like if Atlanta was in a playoff push, I wouldn't doubt that he was out there. He's playing. Exactly. During the Super Bowl, when they went to the Super Bowl, he had that banged up foot and he played every single game and still made ridiculous like sideline catches. I'm getting a lot of tweets from people that are saying like in fantasy – Fantasy owners can't trust him because he's questionable, questionable, questionable. But hey, in real life, okay, I respect fantasy. I respect you guys a lot. I appreciate the dedication. It is time consuming to be in the fantasy game. The daily fantasy people, I got a lot of respect. Over here in fucking reality, though, motherfucker plays. Okay, yeah. so I, I know he might not be in your lineup because he's questionable. There's a, there's a, a Q next to him on practice report maybe or or something like that like okay for questionable for well well yeah yeah, which by the way but anyways in real life he shows up and he plays so i can understand where you maybe have this narrative like oh he doesn't play he doesn't play because he doesn't play necessarily for your fantasy team it's like he plays and he does good really good so much so that he's one or two in almost every statistic in the history of the fucking league in this entire thing. And Debo was just saying, like you guys were talking about it, him being on the field, just being there, helps out Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. Like, that's not shit that's going to pop up on a fantasy football score, but that's the reality of the football game. Hey, fantasy football, good stuff. I oh, do yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, fantasy. I appreciate fantasy football. It's a big part of the entire business of everything, football. We don't dabble in it at all. <laughs> probably missing a boat on some stuff. Yeah, that's surprising. Wouldn't it? I mean, it would definitely benefit you to come up with like a fantasy show. Maybe have Diggs and Connor do it, or maybe uh, maybe Jay and um, and Bill. Billy. Jay and Bill? Yes. I don't know. Jay does fantasy football. Jay, Jay's a big real-life guy. Yeah, no. Yeah, Jay, no, oh, yeah. yeah. 
Jay's sniping people on Call of Duty all night, every <laughs> yeah, night. True. He oh, didn't yeah. have time to look at fucking rosters and see who's sick and who isn't. True. Bill is a big fantasy football is. guy, though. Is he really? Oh yeah. Loves it. That makes sense. Like I appreciate Bill and what he does, but yeah, I mean, I can't fake interest. It's tough. Yeah. I, I, I wish I could. The boys, I mean, if somebody wants to do a fantasy show, absolutely. I think we've talked about it a couple times. There's too many people to help out there. You can't help them all. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We had a fantasy guru. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. That happened. And then he had to retire it because he felt bad he couldn't help everybody Mm -hmm. because so many people were asking him for fantasy advice. He also dunked on Matthew Barry before. Big time. Oh, yeah. I asked Matthew Barry a question. And before Matthew Barry, the guy who created fantasy football, I think, is what everybody says, before he'd get it out, Tone was like, whoa, 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 whoa. The Vanian Tomlinson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. By the way, right nailed it. Nailed it. Right answer from the COVID guys. Lost touch with the uh, industry. (laughs) (laughs) So we had a fantasy expert, dude. We did have a fantasy expert there for a little bit. I forgot all about it. That was fantastic. What was that, like two, three weeks? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael Pittman actually. The one week where he had all of his yards. Yeah. Yeah. Diggs had him. Hey, that guy's a ball player now. Guy's a ball player. Game one's more fun. It is. Yeah. And it's quicker. It's don't people don't you gamble on you fantasy can, yeah. somehow yeah. though? Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's money. Fantasy was legalized gambling there for a while, mm-hmm. you know? That was kind of like a uh you know, a way to sneak in. It's like C B D sneaking in some uh. places. You know, like instead of sports gambling. That's kind of what it was like. It was like, come on in, dabble. Have a share of, I don't know, $100,000 if you don't stink. Come on Whoa. in there. Isn't know? that what most people are doing in states where it's not legalized? Free to but play. They, but they can still do, yeah, like the FanDuel Daily fantasy uh-huh. stuff. So there's a free to play, too, that I guess is just contest, you know? You see them promoted, like get your share of blah, blah, blah. Answer these questions. I think we can make like any one of those we want. We should start doing that a little bit more. Okay, like picking the scores of each game, stuff like that. Because it's, I think it's for everybody. You have to be eighteen plus or whatever. But like for some events, we I tried, I tried for my uh, NXT Takeover Thirty to put one together, but I thought of it too late because I do not think ahead at all. You know, I, I thought of it like four days beforehand and I was like hey can we uh, any way we can do this they're like fuck yeah let's and there was like an entire thing but now we're at the point I think where we could tech wise just kind of do whatever but like is this going to go longer than uh, five minutes yes or no mm-hmm. uh, well uh, Pat kick Adam Cole yes or no you can have like five ten questions and if you get a certain amount right you get it entered into potentially win a share of a prize or whatever that's kind of you know fantasy is different than that but that can happen in places as well i believe so it's fantasy and free to play are what those called if it's not sports gambling regulated state i believe i mean that's a great way to work the system holy shit i didn't know that's what they were doing in all the states that weren't legalized gambling now but i don't know if it's every single state you can do that in but it's definitely more states than the sports gambling thing but yeah that would have been dope i thought it was a good idea i was pretty I was pretty pumped when I thought of it. And well, you did it's like, that, of course, couldn't fucking do it any earlier, huh? You did that with the punting, right? Wasn't there one week where it was like, how many what? punts will be over 50? How many will be under 50? What did he say? The punting. With the punting. The punting. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think I said? What did you think Take it was? Take out of here, right? Huh? He took that G right off that word, didn't he? Yeah, I guess so. Punting. Okay. Like so, you're talking kick the ball. How Pat kicks the ball is that the what the hell are you what are you doing? What are you talking about? Sick puppy, AJ. The punting. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh my god. What is? What are you? (laughs) The punt. The punting. Is he punting the ball? Is that what we're talking about? We made a we made a prop bet. We made a prop bet about (laughs) punting. 
punting in the NFL. Yeah, but Connor says punting. That's on Punt. I don't know what he's trying to say. Punting the ball. So you hate his. Hold on. <laughs> so God. you hate the way he speaks. I don't, I don't he know speaks. what he's saying. Is he, he's, so, Pat, you were in the NFL. You were a punter. You punted the ball. Or you could say punting. Connor is saying Punt. What's he saying? Yeah, when Pat was in the league, he was punting the ball on yeah. Sunday. Hey, okay. don't be a punt over there, dude. You hear yeah. me? More okay, don't be a but... fucking punt, pal. All right? <laughs> 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 is that what? I don't know. He just what... has an issue with the way that. Yeah. Oh, you hate the way he speaks? Milk, milk to him right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does he really say milk? No, I don't say milk. I say caramel, okay. though. Pittsburgh's, yeah. Pittsburgh's a big milk town. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I say milk. Pillow, pillow. Yeah. All the ways. Water. Trick. Roof. Roof. Potato, potato. Roof. Either, either Slippy. Place. Wolf. Up on a roof. Wolf. Wolf. A, lot of, a lot of potatoes out there. Really? Hey, <laughs> tomatoes as well, pal. Anyways. Yeah, we did that once for punting. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. Punt. Okay. I, I'm, I was... I, so first off, I honestly didn't know what he meant at first, and then you guys kept acting like you had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> still do. We didn't. We didn't there for a little <laughs> yeah. bit because... You know, we were so dialed into the statement that he was making. Yeah. That's why this show is well, the which, show. Which um, fantasy league is it where you have to, like, they dye your poodle green if you lose? Like, so, what is that? Uh, Nick, actually, that happened to Nick. He didn't have a poodle, but he had to uh, puke four or five times in one day. Yeah, I think Oh, the beer mile, right? Yeah, the beer yeah, mile, yeah. the field uh, goal. Yeah, the... it, was a, it was a boozy combine. <laughs> Had to oh, chuck nice. a beer in between running a 40-yard dash, uh, kicking two field goals, throwing two balls as far as you can, punt, punting two balls as far as you can, there you running go. a mile. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, they, I like the fantasy football community. I really do. I enjoy everything. The punishments, the amount of dedication it takes to be good at it, the shit-talking, the trades, the strategery. But over here in reality, it's a little different story with Julio. Okay, yeah. so you just keep you keep what's going on on the internet. On the internet, we're just talking about the real world. Don't let that sway your narrative because he's not, you know, in your starting lineup because he's questionable going into the game. He's playing 135 times out of 160 times, and uh, it sucks. I'm sorry you can't take advantage of how good he is because the fucking Titans are about to. Mm -hmm. And this is a problem, AJ. I am. Flustered about always will be. What's that come? The Titans probably easier for them to pull the trigger after what happened with their first rounder last year too, right? Yeah, he's already gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First round draft pick, home run guaranteed. Look at the stats on that. Yeah. Not. <laughs> and they, they did not, not have a number two wide receiver this year. They they were in some trouble there. Yeah, because they lost uh, tight end Johnu. Yeah, and Corey and, uh, Davis. Corey Davis. Davis went to Jess. Well, I'll tell you what. The Jets quietly. You know, if you talk to any Jets That's fan, awesome. building a contender. They're building something massive. You want to have a moment of silence for the Jets stinking, AJ? Because that, that whole season might be over. That whole I don't era. know if they're going to stink. I, I have faith in Zach Wilson. That's and, why I and, 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 and. Well, his mom has taken a step back from public life, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe his mom has taken a step back. Okay, the bright light. She's focusing on the game. She, she knows like it's all about the ball. That's right. Mm -hmm. She should have one woman show on Broadway. What? what do we call it? Uh, live from the shadows of New York City. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's Zach not easy me. over there with Spotlight. You know what I mean? Especially on Broadway. Hey, not just for Zach, by the way, who's out there slamming. His friends are slamming beers. Oh, yeah. At the Islanders games in the Coliseum. I like Zach. Because remember, there was the uh, there was the picture oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Boy, that was at the draft. Looked like he had never been outside of Utah before. <laughs> and then he's. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no. And then the, you know, Hoover. Uh, from <laughs> right. We thought there's no chance this dude was going to be able to survive outside of the cave he's been hibernating in. And, uh, 
he's out there at the Islanders games just they're shotgun and say, hey, welcome to the world, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Hey, hey, we're back. And he's in there. You know, they're they're winning out there. Bob Sala, I think, was at the game, yep. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, here we go. Are football players most talented drinkers of all sports? Those hockey guys get after. I think yeah. rugby guys get after oh, pretty yeah. heavily. Baseball. I don't know about baseball. Baseball. Oh, yeah. baseball. No, baseball guys can drink. Yeah. I was with old buddy. Tony La Russa has been yeah. doing it a long time. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Tony. Who's that guy? Was it Bobblehead Night? AJ Burnett. Yep. Weapon. Oh, yeah, you guys I don't know if it was him though. That's a legend. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. But but he did start hours after me and him toasting to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a night! Four in the There's morning. There's a story of Wade Boggs drinking oh, like yeah, 65 yeah. beers on like a cross country oh, yeah. flight. Always sunny. Know? Yeah, David, David Wells, Wells yeah. no hitter on acid. Right? No, no he no. got real. Like no. Thirty packs. His, eyes, his eyes were bloodshot yeah. red. He's like, hey. I could barely see. That's awesome. Yeah. LeBron made a game winner. He couldn't see either too. So True. That's right. Maybe he's just poking the eye. Who's the acid guy? That was Doc Ellis. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Great. But I think hockey players get after it too. I'd assume. I've seen you know Lord Stanley Cup in Pittsburgh a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know a lot more than. Uh, same, same with us. Every city in here, actually. No, no, no. we actually have, we're tied since my existence, yeah. since your existence. Yeah, we're tied. I don't think so, pal. No, that is not the case. Yeah, in my lifetime, three down there, south side of Pittsburgh, I have seen Lord Stanley more than any motherfucker on earth. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. In the south, those hockey guys get after it. I think I think they are a a party community as well. They go hard. Um, NBA guys, do they, are they even able to? Yeah, they go out They're there. into wine. They're like sophisticated drinkers. True. They get after it. There's been some stories actually about the Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets partying together during this last little uh, finals, this last little series in the first round. Really? The oh, Brooklyn yeah. The Brooklyn Nets are, I didn't know they're friends with people. Oh, yeah. Allegedly, Kyrie and some of the Celtics players, they played around 18, went out, played game, played, played their game. Then they had the elimination game. The Celtics stayed behind, partied with the Nets after they lost. It sounds oh, like yeah. Celtics players are there. Fans a little pissed off about yeah, potentially I the mean, off the well, You know, if the coach is getting fired or moving up and everything's changing, I mean, there's got to be something there, right? Okay. There's got to wow. be. Wow. Wow. Kyrie. Basketball players have all the power. Like, there's, you can't tell a basketball player what to do. Yeah, because there's only a certain amount of six foot nine, mm-hmm. incredibly athletic, talented dudes out there, and they need them. They yeah. know it. We know the uh, Aussie Rules football guys. They oh, get after yeah. every day of the week. <laughs> professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their stories of professional wrestlers being oh, yeah. like rock stars on this because they, you right. know, they have to travel and then they just go ahead and ru- <laughs> shut it down. Yeah. Travel, beat the shit out of their body, shut it down, mm-hmm. travel like five, six nights, rolling into like 120, 300 <laughs> nights a year. That's unbelievable. Yeah. If you count that in the same vein, I, I think you should, by the way. Absolutely. I couldn't have done that, dude. I One hangover takes me out. One match almost killed me. They were doing it every night. I don't know how they did it. I don't know well, how so they did it. It's different now, right? Like, there's That doesn't seem like it's the same thing going on. Yeah, science and cell phones, you know, two things really change, I think, the way uh-huh. yeah. everything kind of operates. You know, like, what, what you're doing to your body is scientifically terrible. Okay, so don't do it. And also, everybody's going to see everything you're about to do. Are you cool with that? Is that good with you? No, okay, just what I thought. So go into your house, play some fucking video games. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what it's all become. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. They have to hide. These young guys, like Zion, what, he tried to shoot his shot at one girl or oh, whatever? Yeah, at Duke. And she just exposed him. Yep. I was like, oh, this guy, he's not going to trust anybody for the rest of his life. Can't. 
literally the whole thing. Arch Manning. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be able to do anything since the day he was born as Arch Manning. But now with these ball flips, oh. mid mid pump fake, dude, that's unbelievable. Trevor Lawrence, same thing. I don't know how. I mean, luck, right? Andrew did, Luck. Did yeah. luck but that was that? even, I think he a, was pre. A little before, yeah. Like his whole life was not being tracked, you know. Now everybody's tracked for everything. It's crazy. It's a crazy time to be somebody, I guess. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's a crazy time to be a cicada, too. That's some bitch. Man. Those things were just in uh, in their little fucking holes. You know what I mean? They're little lean-tos. So off. how long do they live when they come out? No, we don't know. Everybody's saying like, four to six weeks yeah, all summer, but yeah. it's... Who the fuck knows? These things could have transformed in 17 years. Couldn't, couldn't there have been some evolution underground with these sons of bitches yeah. that they aren't the same yeah, cicadas exactly. they were 17 years? Maybe. We don't know. That's what the scientists will say afterwards. Well, it turns out this somehow was a different soiled cicada yeah. that came oh, out. Oh, okay. Uh, next, in 17 years from now, we'll be able to give you a little bit better description of what's going to go on. Because was I told? It was a celebration these fucking cicadas were coming out. I saw it on local news. Yeah. Hey, look for it. Look for it. Hey, I'm not looking for anything. I can hear them coming. All right? Yeah. They're like, hey, first time in 17 years these things are coming to, coming to ground. Who's celebrating these cicadas? Local news before it happened. Before it happened. Big insect. Big. It was like, hey, they're coming oh back. God. 17 mm-hmm. years. It was like, did anybody like say? Comet. Yeah. See, I think that's horseshit. Yeah. We should they say told. 17 years. I swear to God, there were cicadas seven years ago or so, and they're just saying, oh, oh yeah, 17 years. So damn loud. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a different variant. Probably. They'll be here till September. Yeah, what is this, we, the brute? We the, heard four to six weeks last summer, too. Ah, well, we heard two <laughs> yeah. initially, but then it did go to four to six. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. He's oh, a, there's a parade in Baltimore for uh, cicadas. Shut it down. I, I'm going to use that Friday Night Smackdown. Well, it's probably... Uh, Baltimore's having parades for cicadas, so let's not assume that everybody's making probably, smart fucking decisions. Probably, yeah. probably Jimmy's seafood fault. It is it Jimmy's famous. Tons of they are. That place is awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. The food is so good. Yep. Delicious. Ownership. Good dudes. Mm-hmm. Great dudes. Great guys. Mm-hmm. Great conversation. But they continue yeah. to just push these things that are not... Now they're having parades for cicadas? Can't, Unbelievable. Can't hear it out, Jimmy. They even dress them up, too. Oh, best crab cakes I've ever had in my yeah, life. Far none. Yeah, by far. They ship them, by the way, I think across the entire country. They show up somehow fresher than yeah. they are. Whenever they leave, Jimmy's famous. Just as good. But these goddamn parades for cicadas, get over it. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show. The fact you allow us to penetrate your ear holes, I am... Very grateful for. Very grateful. What a life, dude, huh? Thankful that in the sports world some stuff happened. Thankful, you know, for everything going on. Not thankful for Julia not being a cult, though, as that was abundantly clear today. What's next now? Aaron Rodgers news. Is he going to report to mandatory camp tomorrow? Oh, no. Will he or won't he? Lots to talk about, plus some interviews. Can't thank you enough. Be a friend, tell a friend, Todd. Please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Monday evening.